0: And welcome to our KomoriCon 2023 recap for the California Convention's Block and the Calicon Blockcast. My name is Matthew. Hopefully everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Somehow, someway I was about to say Easter. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh I think you're kind of a month in advance for that one.
0: For Easter? <laughs> yeah, I was a little about to say Easter for some odd reason. I don't know why. But yeah
2: no, but a month it, in advance i don't think that's um, easter bro i think
1: i said yeah, I, yeah. I said a couple of months i said a couple of months in advance
3: but
0: <laughs> no, you said next month you said next
3: month you know what this, this i didn't say roster. next month
0: i said a couple post- of months call, call what
3: are you talking meeting, about call a meeting. oh my god oh, <laughs> <meeting> right now. <laughs> you want to tell
0: me
3: why you think easter is next month
1: I didn't say, no, maybe Christmas, maybe that's the reason why. Because I kind of thought both of them celebrate, See, now he's you know. They celebrate the no,
3: Jesus Christ in the way, okay? They both celebrate the Jesus Nate. Christ in the way. Out of the vent with this Nate. Uh, I'm voting Nate.
0: Yeah, Nate's gone. And we win!
1: Yay! <laughs> Not here, Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Well, all joking aside, hopefully everyone had a great holiday and you know we have a couple more days to go. Uh summer Mondays on Monday. Uh but we need to get through this Comoricon twenty twenty-three recap. And to do so, uh the two people that went, uh Jericho and Shantel, are here to talk about it.
4: Yay! Yay. Live from Bedford Oricon. Oh shit, sure. okay. There.
3: But now soon
1: you'll you know. wow. wow. <laughs> At least, you're go, at least you're back at, like, the old Stop grounds. So, well, I mean, I would imagine you're visiting uh, Levi and
4: yeah. Yeah, we'll be seeing Levi uh, tomorrow morning. Um, Dalton, unfortunately, we can't meet up with Dalton and Ashton. They're, a bit, they're too busy uh, tonight and tomorrow morning. So You know, it yeah, is I, what it is. But... I, heard, uh, I heard from Dalton that he's he actually had a fun time over at
1: KomoriCon. Looks like he ended up having some, you know, Purchases. <laughs>
4: yeah, well, uh,
0: oh, a yeah. Maybe if, if Delta comes up at the end of the year, we'll have them talk about that. Uh, but speaking of that, you also hear two other voices. Uh, first, I have Ryan.
3: And the great words of Mafia Miranda when it came to Black Friday Run!
0: Run! run, run. <laughs> and finally, Nate.
1: What's Black Friday anymore, considering buy our stuff online now?
0: Well uh there's a report out that there's like a, there was an increase of overall spending on Black Friday a lot of it was attributed to online but you know I mean I mean look what happened today you know there was that Black Friday game uh for Amazon Prime and during the commercials they were it was tailored ads to everything they were selling yeah. on fucking Amazon Prime. I'm like, yeah, you
1: motherfuckers. That's, that's like, smart as oh, hell. On sale at Amazon, go get it now. And I'm like, oh, you guys are. <laughs> you guys got to do that, huh? <laughs> you dicks. Like,
0: like every the commercial had like a fucking QR. Cause, like, I know where that's going. That's going to an Amazon page. That's set up because people are gonna yeah. fucking scan that shit during the game. Uh, but speaking <laughs> of Black Friday, uh, it is our. Kumo 2023 recap on Black Friday. So Jericho and Chantel, the floor is yours.
4: Okay. Well, I guess to begin with, to get to Portland, we had a long drive.
2: The epic saga begins.
4: Yeah. So, uh, the day before we went up, uh, November 15th, it's it's my mom's birthday. I can't just you know it's my mom on her birthday, so we had to celebrate, of course. And we were packing last minute too, because unfortunately that was extremely
2: last minute. Because
4: I was still working, so I can't not just work. (laughs) We woke up at two o'clock in the morning and we left the house at three. And Mm. we proceeded to drive about, what, 18 hours?
2: I think 18 hours total.
4: 18 hours total to get up to Portland from Orange County. It was. Yeah, that sounds about right. That, that sounds, sounds about right, considering that. You're...
2: Uh, I think it oh, sounds about
4: right,
1: off? considering that, you know, like you, you have to Including drive like, rest six stops hours and... to the... That's what I thought, uh... yeah. You're driving six hours up to the bay, um, and then you also have to drive like 10 or 11 hours more to get up to Portland. So if you add that all together, that's already 18 hours ish. So, yeah. yeah.
2: I think the GPS calculated at 16 and a half if we drove nonstop. But obviously, we mm. had to stop for gas. Bio functions, of course. We like right? yes. get to
1: those rest stops. Really?
2: Go to those truck stop? Go to the truck stop cons <laughs> that are on the road.
4: <laughs> yeah, we did stop. Yeah, we did yeah, go to truck did, stops.
2: We did stop at a couple truck stop cons, but we didn't get Issa would
4: go. Thank God. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, you wanted to was... get would there. <laughs> no, no, no. So, but the, but no, it was a hell of a tr- a track, Um... Especially, like, in the early morning, like, um, like, it was, it was, like, I don't know how Chantal did it, but she drove to the El, to the Tahun Pass at, like, three, what, three, four o'clock in the morning? In the rain. In the rain. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So that was a rough shit, and like, and I woke up, like, right outside the pass, like, okay, uh, do you want me to take over? She was like, no, I'm good. You can keep sleeping, Jericho like, okay, sure. <laughs> um, okay,
2: it was very sweet, though. Like, every 20 minutes or so, he would kind of rouse just enough to go, you doing okay? Yeah, I'm fine, babe.
4: Okay, cool. Sure. Well, yeah, play that on repeat until we got all the way up to Portland. So...
2: Well, you did take over in the middle. I, I
4: did, I did. But we didn't get there until, what, like, 8 well, o'clock at night?
2: I... I think we met up with Dalton for dinner between eight and nine. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: because we were trying to find places that were still open.
4: So, the first no- so our first night or before the con started, we met up with Dalton and Ashton at this really great uh, Indian place called India House. And mm-hmm. um, apparently, the big distinction that that particular place has compared to like uh, your run of the millennium place. Is that most of their foods are uh, northern Indian, uh, northern Indian centric or based, or like you know, slash is Pakistani style food. So um, yeah, they have like all the the regulars like you know the chicken masala or like or what I forget the British name. Um,
2: I'm not even going to attempt because I'm going to butcher
4: the names. Oh yeah, you will. (laughs) Like compare like comparing the taste between the you're running right the milk and the north Indian stuff because they don't use it use as much cream in in their uh, variations of the dishes it actually hits you a lot more with the flavor.
2: I was very impressed. I have no spice tolerance at all and people always think I'm exaggerating this fact. I have never had a mild Indian curry that I could tolerate that had so much flavor in it it was literally the best curry i've ever had in my life because it had substance to it without killing me
4: what you like my curry cream
2: indian curry okay you make you make a more japanese style curry indian curry
4: but yeah i mean that like that shit was so good that we actually ordered it uh via uber eats on, on another one of the nights (laughs) but no we uh we all enjoyed that night and god it was a good good, it was it was a good way to start the con now so day one um we both of us woke up early to get down to registration pick up our press badges and thing is because we weren't crew neither me or chantal um during twenty twenty two, we didn't realize there was a move from um from the convention center to the hyatt So had we known, we probably would have just went to the third floor ourselves.
2: Yeah. But we didn't. So we ran around looking like idiots.
4: Yeah. So unfortunately, I was five minutes late to my first interview with Alejandro Saab and they just went ahead decide to leave and when the guests decide to leave we we don't have any control over that i guessing it's just after five minutes they said
1: that said that they're a show and then they just decided to just go
2: okay so we were exactly five minutes late by the time we found out where we needed to go
4: the Mm. guest had
2: already left at that point yeah so i don't think they waited five minutes
0: did you guys not get the email saying, hey, this is where everything is
2: at?
4: No, we did. We just didn't read it. That that's my fault. okay oh,
2: I... okay, we <laughs> whose email is it?
4: Okay, it's my email. Okay. And I didn't read it fully. That was my fault. I will fully take the blame for that one. Mm-hmm. That's that was my bad guys, and I apologize. So okay. you know, it is what it is. And I am, you know, and you know, I gotta be I gotta be better about my emails next time. So, I mean, it also didn't help that you know, God bless Kevin. He's trying to contact me through email too, even though I gave him my number uh, to get in touch with me for the con. But I guess didn't realize that. Um, we thought we thought okay. Well, if we can't make, if we can't do uh, SOP, we can at least do birds. I think it was birds. We have birds scheduled on the uh on the docket and during the evening. So we figured, okay, you know what, we'll just uh enjoy our time during con and go from there. To which I can't say I really did because I was also busy writing up questions for a lot of the guests I wanted to see. <laughs> Hate to say it. Mm.
0: Yeah, and we'll kind of talk about that once we get to the entire convention. Because while there were some things that were definitely kind of like you own, I'm gonna definitely own some parts of this. Uh, how do I put this uh, confusion?
1: Yeah, probably some commu- confusion, uh, mis
4: uh, miscommunication,
2: miscommunication. what I put it there?
4: Yeah, but you know, you know, we 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 but you know, I think all of us need to have some at least some grace towards each other when it comes to this, which, you know, further down the long, long lines, when we're going to tell what happened with press, you know, you, I think that grace is really needed. But going forward. We'll get there. Um, we'll get there, yeah. So um, my ne- our next interview was going to be with Griffin Burns here in the evening. So if you're going, okay, yeah, we'll just spend our time at cons, see what panels they got, what merch they got, yada, yada, right? So, uh, we go to the, we go to Mori Mart, and lo and behold, there is another fucking slime, uh, plushie. So it's a bigger one, this time. And
2: it's softer.
4: It's softer. Apparently it has memory foam in it, too, right?
2: It feels like memory foam. Or it's, it's squishier, like a really soft memory foam, as opposed to, like, cotton batting.
4: but. Chantal, like, immediately caved when uh, she she saw it. I was like, uh-uh.
2: I was trying to resist the sales pitch, but then Mr. Non-Helpful here came over and was like, don't you want another slime, babe? It's okay. Treat yourself. <laughs> Treat
4: yourself. And plus... Like,
2: How can I resist both the guy trying to get me to buy the plush and my boyfriend trying to get me to buy the plush? Plus,
4: the voice actor was at con, the English voice actor... How could you not? <laughs>
2: How can I resist when I have two devils on my shoulder?
4: Yep. Can't resist that. So we went ahead and got that. Um, otherwise, uh like for most of the afternoon we kind of just chilled and meandered about con. And then it came time to uh go into the press lounge for Griffin Burns, uh, the Griffin Burns interview. And just as we get out of the elevator...
2: We get an email. We
4: get an email, which, you know, I don't notice until I check into the press lounge. But then we were told, as we got into the press lounge, that Griffin Burns will be taking any more interviews for the rest of the night. We're like, are you no. kidding me? Oh, what? no. I got oh. here on time and everything, guys. Come on, Come <laughs> on. Really? Uh,
1: so when did you receive? When did,
4: when did you receive the
1: email? Like minutes before the interview, you were planning the interview.
2: Minutes, we were in the elevator <sighs> when the timestamp said it what? was sent.
4: Yeah, oh, we were in what physically fuck. in
2: the elevator. Yeah, their their reason for the cancellation is we were told that um, they were hungry and wanted to go get food. They were hungry. They were tired. So they bailed out of the interview. So let you
4: know, understandable. We can't. You know, we're at the mercy of the guests. We can't, we can't really force them to do I get it.
1: We can't. We again We can't stop them about their food and all. Uh, yeah. Wow.
2: It was just kind of like we couldn't have had more notice.
1: Yeah. Than literally the elevator ride. Because like you're already yeah. in all prep for the interview, and the thing is that you know yeah, being, ready calling all it, all it prep, last minute. I took some Calling, time calling to it like last, calling last minute is quite a. Yeah, calling it last minute is quite a. Um, interesting. T- uh, I don't know what to say. That that kind of sounds a professional. I'm not gonna lie.
4: Not I mean, in point. some ways, yeah. The the con does it more of a courtesy to us. It's not like we're entitled to their time, you know.
1: Hmm. There's a lot of things I have to think about when it comes to it. Because the other thing too is that did they not book a schedule for a lunch break to the guests?
4: I'm not sure
0: that's what I was
4: going to this ask. this
2: may tie into a later part of the conversation
4: yeah but that we, we're be. not there yet but we're not there yet we will be we will be
2: <laughs> yeah I was about to say something doesn't seem right
0: here and then we get to what happened later on but I'm already asking you questions like wait don't you already have like a schedule of when guess is gonna do X y and Z like go to this panel and our break. You, you we did. Okay, go on ahead, because yeah, we're I mean, I don't know what to the guest
4: story. schedule looks like, but yeah,
1: Let's move ahead like, I'm, I'm writing notes down of like what's missed, yeah
2: My curiosity with this cancellation is was the short notice because the press relations team didn't get to us in time or was it the uh, guest of honor who last minute decided they didn't want to do it? Mm-hmm. Like, What was the origin of the last-minute notice because it's entirely plausible the voice actor gave plenty of notice and then we just didn't get told until the last minute when they're like oh shoot they're coming in like right now
4: yeah but that's the thing you you don't know but that's the thing you know because like i mean kevin i mean the press team gave us the schedule they should know better that you know this is our quote this is our you know time slot for time. these interviews so you know if 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 there was going to be a change you know and they knew ahead of time that you know like say a particular guest won't be able to make it the balls in their court they have to be able to let us know but i want to err on the side of you know devil's advocate that hey this was truly last minute that, you know, this, that Griffin Burns decided to bail on the interview. So, okay, whatever. You know, what can you do? Like, we have all these scheduled, all these interviews scheduled ahead of time, before a con. Like, I got the interview scheduled um, the day before, on, on day zero. So, that way we know when exactly we're supposed to appear. The, the fact that what leads up to this, or, you know, like, you know, that kind of, what, whatever Chantal said, like, you know, it kind of makes you know. It kind of makes you think, like, what exactly has happened there in the background?
1: Last minute calls are, well, I mean, I get it. They're kind of out of your, they're kind of out of your control. It's more like the guest wants to have lunch at this time, and that's why they decided to just do it at that time. But uh, it, it just feels quite wrong to be like that. You know, never you didn't get notified until that time because you were already all prepped up for your interview and all. Again, it's a lot to think about because it just feels that something was off during that time when you're get, when you're trying to get that interview. home. Well,
4: yeah, but I don't know. Well, but maybe uh, we well, can theorize
1: more. Again, again, we'll, again, we'll, 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 I, I, yeah, again, to. we'll think about it. <laughs> we'll go ahead and talk more about it later. Just, just continue on with the what happened at yeah, what happened at
3: Camargo. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: So uh, that night, uh, we hung out with Dalton and Ashton again. And we actually got to eat at, uh, was it, Magna, C- Magna <laughs> Cucina? Magna Cucina. Oh,
1: sorry. Really
4: yeah, yeah. Magna Cucina. So, so after trying it myself and with Chantal trying it, I do have to say, was it good? Absolutely. Yes. 4.5 out of 10. Reason what? why I say it's 4.5. The reason why I say it's 4.5 is because I'm not leaving the restaurant with bags of leftover food, Ryan. True
2: true Filipino households, if they did not send you home with Tupperware, they failed at hosting.
4: And same goes for Filipino restaurants. If I'm not going home with with more leftovers than I know what to deal with, then something's wrong with the portion sizing.
0: You know what? Now that I think about it, you're kind of Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
4: right thank you right <laughs> Man, no, shit. Don't do this I'm sorry no 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 no
0: no 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 think about it give me more pork or more duck to I'm all for it even if You even to think that shit helps because you know <laughs> why I will probably eat that two hours later in the hotel room as it is you fucking know it but you did they gave us extras for being cool remember that was just for the rice I'm yeah, talking about did. the actual food I'm gonna complain. Well, nonetheless, we, I'm, well, not, I'm nonetheless, not complaining either. But up, <laughs> it does. Uh, but thing, like make we a end complaint. up getting a lot of
1: food, and the thing is that in the end, we ate it all. So it's
3: yeah. a good <laughs> issue. did you guys see the secret <laughs> menu shot? Did you guys do the secret menu shot at all, or did don't remember it?
4: Um, we weren't really drinking that night.
3: Oh, you guys missed out the best part, dude. That was like so like that's
4: the experience, bro. Oh my god. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't feel like wanting to drink hard liquor that night night, man. But like I just but it was good. Like
2: the food was delicious. It was delicious.
4: Like the uh, the squid noodles, that was some shit I wish I could have I could see more everywhere else.
2: Squid ink. Yeah, noodles. squid
4: ink noodles with like yeah. the crab and cr- yeah, shit. Those are good. That was that the was- those bomb. Those are I'd good. Need more of that. Yeah, those I are want good. to see more of that in other Filipino restaurants. Please. But mm-hmm. as for the portion sizes. Like, for the portion sizes, though, I look at the amount of cc I got, that was a small-ass, like, skillet plate. How dare you? How dare yeah. you? At minimum, that shit should be twice as large.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get your
2: point now. <laughs> There's another Filipino place we eat at, and the cig plate there is at least two and a half, if not three times as big. So, I I fully agree. In, in OC.
4: Well, technically L.A. County, but who? what are we talking about? You know,
2: our County kind Home in water. Cali. Well, I I think for
4: all of us,
0: I think we're saying the same exact things because, yes, we know from Filipino food the, the big portions that we can eat. And I know places here in Sacramento, you know places down in SoCal that serve that amount. But there's something special about that place in Portland that is like... Man, this is like next level fucking Filipino food. Yeah, the portions are a lot of, a little bit smaller, but what makes up for it is like this this creativity that's just like I've never seen before Filipino, food. and it, it was pulled up like, successfully.
3: It's not it's not exactly high end, but I mean, it is like almost at that point. You still get that kind of family feeling of being there because like they're they're hella they're hella Filipino out there, like. They treat you like their own out there, like especially when you go into the restaurant, and, like you're ordering and stuff like it's it's completely different from what I'm used to down here.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I remember vaguely like I mean, there are Filipinos that are literally running the whole restaurant and everything. And it just feels like, you know, home with this, seeing these folks making like your favorite Filipino foods and making it pretty authentic and all. So it was really a good experience you know, being there.
3: I still, can't, I'm still laughing at the fact that they said anyone who did that lumpia shot, like literally, was like a puss about it. But we took it like actual, like proper. We took liquor. it. We we took
1: it proud. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever shot they gave me, I was like, I'll take it. <laughs>
3: who cares? <laughs> it's supposed to be cognac, but think gave us like uh, Filipino rum that day. One that
0: was wasn't that, wasn't so that it was it? I thought it was local, um, Portland or like Oregon rum.
4: I,
3: I, remember, I don't remember. But, yeah, by but... the way, it's supposed to be cognac, but yeah, yeah. Either way,
4: it was a good day. It was a good night. Um, so day two starts, and I wake up early so I can finish off the rest of my interview questions for, um, for the for for the day because I have four scheduled for that day. So my first one was with Karen Strassman. Apparently, we did interview her as a as a blog. What, back in the past in 2019. So I mean, I apologize for the you know the re-interview, but at the same time, um Don't I Don't figured, apologize. You know, my... She's
3: such a great and fun character in the interview. Like she is oh, such no, a great she, person to be no, around. No, she's
4: great. She was hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. So you should tell her what she did when we uh were first setting up.
2: <laughs> so without embarrassing myself too much. Um, Jericho was trying to get the framing on the camera because I'm not the most comfortable on camera. So I was going to be the camera woman for the day and he was just trying to make sure the shot was lined up nicely. So he had me go sit in his chair where he would be sitting for the interview so he could make sure that both of us were in the shot. Right. And... (laughs) Karen Strassman starts like doing a reverse interview on me, going like, So Chantel has this new movie coming out, and uh, so tell us all about this. And I'm just like dying.
4: <laughs> I'm like dying of,
2: of embarrassment because I'm like, I was not expecting this. I have no idea how to respond. What do I do? Deer in headlights.
0: <laughs>
2: all it's I remember even... is at one point These Jericho's tires. laughing and looking through the camera. All I remember is looking at Jericho and going, please tell me you are not recording this because I will never forgive you.
3: Please tell me
2: we got that on camera. We didn't. Because I would I would
4: never forgive him. There are some things that I, I I have to do for love, Ryan. You have to understand this.
2: The fact I'm even telling you this story is good
4: enough. <laughs> but, um... Uh
2: it was funny it was really funny and it was kind of sweet of her trying to get me to open up open up to open up and relax a little bit more but like at the same time i was a hundred percent a deer in the headlights i was not anticipating being directly addressed Uh, and yeah i wasn't
4: mentally prepared at all in parts of the interview which you know is actually going to get released i mean uh i'll upload it up to youtube sooner or later we did go over like some things about her previous roles. Um, I did mention how, you know, when it came to co- when it came to come back to uh, playing uh, Colin from Code Geass again after almost ten years, it's like it was just like yesterday for her and um, for me. That's kind of wow. If I were to come back to something I did ten years ago, I'd be like, cringe. The fuck did I do? Yeah, yeah, cringe, cringe. I'd be cringe. I am hella cringe back then. Cringe, now, yeah, really, but, you know, I'm bracing it. <laughs> but I think one of the things that was what truly, like, kind of stuck out for me was apparently she's never met Don Bennett before. The new voice of August, I guess. Is
2: it so <laughs> interesting that
4: maybe a lot of the newer actors haven't met or haven't, like, reconvened or at least met the older voice actors for the Persona cast? What Miss Strassman told me was that um, she does have like a minor like cameos, like, well, like, as like an additional voice or something in a Persona 3 Reload. Right. Um, but she herself has not been able to meet Dawn herself. But she did say that she would love to meet her in person sooner or later, which, you know, I would, I'm totally down for. And you know, I I think I encourage her to do so because you know it's like you're handing off the role to a new generation. You know, it'd be nice to meet your predecessors. Cool. You know, you know, give them your blessing, quote unquote. Hmm. And one of the thing, one of the other questions I asked her was how she uses uh, her uh, coaching and her and um, her teaching for the voiceover roles. And how how you're not just supposed to, you know, give a funny voice or an accent, but you also put 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 a little bit of yourself in there too. And like right then and there, she went like from voicing like a annoying little girl to holy shit, it's not a girl. <laughs> so like, and that that was an impressive performance right there, like in the middle of the interview. That like, you know, I, like,
2: I thought it was very impressive. She switched voices like. Just with like no me. hesitation, like literally mid sentence, she suddenly has changed her voice, and it's like, uh, Oh wow, I-, I thought voice actors needed a little bit of um, like a vocal warm up or stuff to just before recording things. But and no. she just literally mid sentence, Okay, we're doing a voice now,
4: no problem.
3: T- but that takes me back, that actually takes me back now that you guys re mention it because uh, as I said to Jericho before, but she. Uh, when we interviewed her prior and asked her about, like, going from, like, a very, like, low tone kind of, like, like, monotone with I guess going into, like, a high preppy, like, or high, not pe- preppy, but peppy, like, up, like, hyper, like, Nana code. She did the whole I guess and then went straight to Nana code. And, like, we weren't even expecting that either. So, like, it, it was a rather sh- a big shocker to, like, me and Dalton when we interviewed her, like, back in 2019, like, when that first happened, I mean that takes me back. I, I definitely remember the how, the shock value we got from it, but I'm glad that you guys got to experience it as well.
0: So, I guess there was a stillness,
1: and there and there is a part place that I go to where I guess lives. That is correct. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and
0: then. For Nanako, Nanako, I just go to the little girl inside myself. Oh, And okay. so technically, the voice is placed up a little higher up there. So technically, I'll place my voice higher, more in my head
4: voice, mm-hmm. even more. Um, and then I'll just go to my the real little girls. So if I just go to the little girl inside myself and then that that part of myself, it just really, really, really comes alive. And if I had a big brother, I I would go to the feeling of love that I would have for a big brother if I had one, but, 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 but Nanako does have one. (laughs) Thank you so much. So it's kind
0: of like you just travel into that part of your spirit.
4: We loved uh, Kara Strassman, and I would absolutely love to interview her again or even just chat with her for a few minutes. Again. Very lovely lady. 10 out of 10 person.
3: 10 out of 10, what interview again? She's super sweet.
4: Um. So immediately after her interview, we have to go to our next interview to, with Jay Michael Tatum. So if you all know Jay Michael Tatum, he was the his breakout role was Kyoya as oh, know, in High School Host Club. He's also played a a lot, a lot of other stoic or spectacle wearing um spectacle wearing uh, characters over the years. Um but yeah he's but he was also a blast to interview too. Um like I did ask what the hell is a Poppin' jay and can he, <clears throat> and can you eat it because he because he uh, indicated on his Twitter bio that he is a Poppin and, and I'm like, the fuck is that? To which you know, you'll figure it out when the interview is released. Um, we also took a deep dive into his experience, to his experience when he was when he was younger, when he had a stutter, and how theater and acting helped change, helped uh, overcome that. Um, it was great. It, it was amazing to hear how much theater and acting has shaped his life and how much it has basically improved his quality of life, too. Um, you know, to be able to um, get to the point where he's at now. Um,
2: like, just the confidence to socialize with people, let alone to turn it into a career.
4: Yeah. Um, we did also ask, um, you know, I think <laughs> I want to throw this in there because it was so it was such an amazing panel When Chantal and i uh which and i yes, uh uh saw it at anime Expo we wanted to know what his opinion is on it so uh one of my interview questions was um during anime expo twenty twenty three academic symposium. Uh, Emily Wagner of the University of Colorado Denver presenting a panel titled Marks, Foucault, and Oran High School Host Club. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this panel before in the podcast. I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, and we were just major fans of it. Like, no holds barred. Um, So, continuing on with the question. Without going into detail or engaging in political commentary, how do you feel about a beloved series You've worked on being looked at through a more critical lens. And the minute we mentioned Marx and Foucault and Orange High School Host Club, yes, he just absolutely bawled. It's like, holy crap, this is the best question he, he, ever.
2: Yeah, I don't think he was expecting. A thought-provoking question out of this. I think he was expecting. So, what's your favorite anime character? What got you into voice acting? What's your favorite role? And here we come at him with Marx Foucault.
4: No, and the and the cool thing is that he actually has studied Marx and Foucault, and so he's like, "Oh man, I really want to know, like, learn about this panel and such." And so, um. Uh, one of the follow-up questions I gave after he answered that, in which, uh, and, and after answering the whole thing about or The Host Club being put down with a critical lens, was like, the better question, when it comes to time to eat the rich, why should we eat Tamaki over kelia?, oh. <laughs> oh.
3: Lord.
4: Oh, my God. Even <laughs> yeah, to his background, too, God. And to sum up his uh, answer, it'd be a lot more quiet in the room.
2: You can enjoy the rest of the mm. meal in peace. <laughs>
4: but yeah, it, he's just uh, um,
2: he—he was a blast to interview. Yeah, was, I had to try so hard to not start cracking up <laughs> behind the camera.
4: Um, and God, like I think we also like one other funny question we hit him with is um, how in like Doctor Stone*. Um he plays the role of Magma, like the resident bully of uh of the of the village. And uh he bullies Gen. And Gen is played by his fiance, Brandon, Brandon McInnes.
2: I think he said they're actually married now.
4: Oh, they married now? I think they're married. Well, so he,
2: that's he, cool. he referred to him as husband in the in the room.
4: Oh okay, okay. No that no that's cool. <laughs> God, I feel I wish they updated the wiki. Um but they answered how like um yeah unfortunately they don't get to record uh with one another during those sessions, but they know exactly what they would say and how they would say it. And so when it comes time to actually review the episode or like watch the episode uh with their voiceovers, it's like I knew you'd do that. <laughs> but no, uh Tatum was a blast your interview as well. Like I wish I could I, w- I kind of wish we could d- deep dive more into, like, uh, the political philosophies and acting and such. Um,
2: I kind of wish we had more than 15 minutes with each person, know. because they were so much fun.
4: I know. And like,
2: imagine what we could do with 30 minutes.
4: Yeah, half an hour. <laughs> but uh, at the end of it, uh, when I was giving him my card, I also gave him the... Uh, Name of the professor who gave the uh, lecture at Anime expo. I told him to hit him, up, hit her up if she ever, if he ever wants a copy of the panel, and you know, <laughs> see what goes from there. Maybe he, maybe he can be a guest star at a at, at her panel one of these days. So I don't know. That would yeah. be hilarious. Networking does a lot for you. <laughs> After that, uh, we went back to the press lounge. Where I had forty-five minutes or so uh, until my next interview with Lauren Londa, so I was sitting there in the corner of the room, just typing up and finishing up the rest of my questions for her until we got the news.
2: Dun dun
4: dun! Oh, so uh, Kevin, uh, the manager for the for the. Press relations for the press team, uh, and was it was it uh, Ali Amber or something like that?
2: You are asking the wrong person for names, babe.
4: I forget who was working with 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 Kevin.
2: I, I remember she had really awesome hair. Huh. I remember she had the really awesome hair color.
4: Yeah, I remember that. And I, I feel, don't remember I, her I, name. I do feel bad for not remembering it. <laughs> was um, it was it Panda but...
0: or was it not Panda? Because I I thought. No, it wasn't on. Panda. Okay, so, she, so Panda. she. I would have remembered that. Yeah, so she's definitely.
2: It moved did on. begin with an A. It was like Amy or Amanda or something. Okay.
4: Yeah. So they both came up to us, and apparently because we're the first ones, we were sitting there. We were sitting there, the first press outlet to break the news to they. Figured, uh, that was just sitting there. They figured we'd be the first ones that, you know, that to let it be known. So they told us. That guests of honor interviews are cancelled for the rest of the convention. What? Wait, what? What the fuck? Yeah.
2: The whole convention. The rest of the and what? The entire afternoon on of Saturday? And then
1: so all of, so all of Sunday. wait. So all of Saturday, all of Sunday well, pretty much you did get some interviews on Saturday, but the rest of the day is Saturday and Sunday scheduled were all gone. Like they said, no more interviews.
4: Uh, walked off for everyone. Reduced to ashes. ashes. Reduced to ashes. That is
1: void. That is interesting. Like just out of nowhere, it just says we're not doing any more interviews. Something is off on that. Like really off on that.
4: So <clears throat> the reason they told us and they weren't going to get into specifics was that one of the guests, um, who they shall not be named, or, like like I said, they're not not they weren't getting this. Any kind of specifics. felt too uncomfortable. um, Or too
2: overwhelmed or something along those lines. Too overwhelmed,
4: like, or like, or like, too stressed from the schedule that they were given at the convention. So I'm not sure if it's just the one guest or multiple guests, but this caused the, whoever's in charge of, um, whoever's in charge of, like, doing the guest relations, like, who's ever, like, you know... Doing that part, like, you know, coordinating what the guests are supposed to be doing throughout the con, they completely uh, canceled all our interviews. Not just us, I, you I know, know our, our outlet, but all the outlets. Hmm. I had like some hours. I had to wake up in the wee hours in the morning to finish up questions, uh, unfortunately, because it's like, damn. <laughs> and to find out that all that effort wasted, damn, that hurts. No, I, I feel it. That,
1: that, I would be, I would be the same. I would feel the same way.
3: mean, after our last podcast, we literally were up, like, three extra hours doing extra questions, and I, even I added my effort into it, just for it to go to waste. Like, goddamn. Yeah.
0: We got two out of six. That and hurts. the
3: streak continues.
0: God damn it. So at this point in Saturday, I'm out. I think I was at the mall grabbing some stuff. And I see missed calls from both Jericho and Ryan. And Ryan texts me and says, Hey, something bad has happened. Give me a call ASAP. I'm like, oh shit, what happened to you? It's like, I I thought something happened with you specifically, where it's like, I gotta talk to you right away. And then while I'm like installing something, I give Ryan a call and he's like, They just canceled all our interviews for Comoricon. I'm like, okay, that's not the the worst news in the world so that I can deal with, but I'm like I didn't want to rage because I was in public. i was sitting there. I'm like, what the hell is going on with Khan Because this is unprecedented. And I was asking Jericho all these questions. And yet, you know, he's in a cons. So he's not going to answer all of them right away. And then I went to my car. I was driving somewhere. And I was talking to Reiner for a little bit. We're talking about like, how the hell can this happen? Because for all the interviews to be canceled, cause it sound like from what it is, is that it was guest relations that then went to the press team. And then got relayed over to you guys.
4: That's our understanding. Okay. The
2: way they were phrasing it was it is above our heads. We don't even know the full story. All we can say is no more interviews. Like they seemed very apologetic and confused themselves.
4: Poor Kevin. Like I think with the fact that he had to be the one to share the news, like dude was on the verge of tears. And I think this is oh, like sure. his first year as.
2: He was Press extremely manager? upset. As someone who also has anxiety, I don't know if he's diagnosed with anxiety, yeah. but he looked like he was minutes away from an anxiety attack. I'm not surprised. I'm not
1: surprised just of what was going on. I mean, you would get so stressed out with like all the things I mean, that came to you, like a freaking wrecking ball. Yeah,
2: because like Kevin's the one who had to tell us, "Oh, your first interview left because you were late." He's the one who had to tell us. Your other interview canceled because they're hungry. And now he has to come and tell us your two other interviews that you're supposed to have today aren't going to happen because of orders being handed down to us. Like this poor guy, he he's just like, he literally did nothing but bear bad news.
4: I don't think he meant yeah. it for us specifically, but just the fact you know, that. No, but he just like all be the other
2: he had to be I mean, the one to tell the bad news
3: i mean knowing kevin and dealing not like dealing but actually like working with kevin for like the last was say like four years well going on four years now not counting the not 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 including the pandemic year that we're off but of the times that he would have to give us the bad news whether it be in person or over an email and we would either show up or like we talked to him he He always feels, like, terribly bad. He always has that look on his face. Like, I don't know if you guys saw the same look as I saw, but, like, he had that look on his face, like, God damn, I really don't want to do this. Like, it's not the first time that we've had, like, bad news, like, given to us by Kevin, but at the very least, he's very sincere about everything that happened, like, when it comes to it, and, like, he feels really bad for us. Now, um, Matt, you were about to say something, so go ahead.
0: Yeah, uh, about Kevin, it's the same way. When I talk to this guy, you know, he's very sincere. He's very genuine. I, I feel, I feel it when you tell me that he's about to have a like an emotional or not a if not like a mental breakdown. Because this dude, he is like the reason why we love coming back to Kamara County Seventy because his team, he and his team are so nice to us. They're so accommodating it's mm-hmm. e- even it's like i think kevin would do everything in his power to keep Andres up there. It's like yeah he just wants to leave i just that I can really do so that he really can do about uh the guests wanting to leave because they're hungry i can't do anything Yeah, because... that was on me. Yeah, but but, but even like, but, 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 but but even then, you know, kevin she's like yeah. he, you know he 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 doesn't he he wants to he wants to have things run run smoothly and then, and i see it out of him like trust me, you and I are 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 cut from the same plot by man, but just just the fact that this happened and and this is where I'm having concerns when you guys were talking about the previous cancellation because they were hungry, and I'm like, okay, be wait how do you not have a schedule? I was gonna... yeah, yeah. I was gonna
1: say, like, why? Like, where's the where's the schedule been? Because the thing is, like, um, was it because the cast really wanted food, or was it because, like, I don't know. I, I mean, it's just oh, unprecedented that the announcement of the cancellation of the interview just came up so suddenly, especially when the fact that you guys were there getting prepped ready for it. Like, I don't know if that's really the reason. It's just more like. There, there, there should have been like more progress when it comes to making an announcement like that.
3: Look, I don't want to dog on the convention. There has been times over the last four years that we've been attending that we would get like last it, minute announcements. And it's like, I don't want to say it's it, part for the course, but it's been kind of a notable like reoccurrence. And like, I, again, I understand it's not always on the, pre- it's not on the press team or like on the, like on press relations at all. Like sometimes it is the guest, but like, there's got to be, like, not to mention also, like, there's been times that we got the schedule of, like, very, very last minute on the, or at least the day of, like, right as the con starts as well. Like, there has been, like, consistent, there has been some consistencies, consistencies I've noticed over the years. Some of them, yeah, have been fixed, but I still, there's still a bit of a pattern, which kind of concerns me. But again, it's not necessarily on the press relations team, which, again, which makes me feel even more bad for Kevin, because when he has to, relay this bad news, or these relay these last-minute notifications via email or like via a phone call. That it's it just sucks that we have to keep dealing with it. I don't know if it's just me noticing that, or I mean, if it's if it concurs with the rest <laughs> of us. But I mean, this is subtle. I've never
1: no, I've never during my times at Kamori Con, I've never experienced like sudden cancellations and sudden like moves like these here and there. We did have some times where, you know, we get canceled last minute where we end up getting like, uh, what was it? We don't get the interview last minute um, or we don't get an interview at all. Um, But this one here where it's more like, um, well, I, I mean, I'm just really more towards the concern about why the unprecedented call of just canceling all the interviews. That's the issue that I'm trying to figure out here like what was the logical issue if it was just one guest then that guest would have been that one person to probably stop all interviews but why all
3: like that is a bit like egregious no offense like to the convention like also just kind of out of the blue like not to like find out like firsthand but also like kind of last second that we're not getting anything i was like i was like the minute that jericho told me I already knew in my head, and I literally said to Jericho, "Oh man, oh Matt's gonna be pissed." And sure, as shit, like, like he said earlier, he he, like he just like he contained it, but the fact that if it, if this was all of us up there, like that would be our whole weekend shot for the entire uh, week, because like, pretty yeah, everything we've been planning, and then it's just okay. It goes from work mode to straight up okay. It's just straight up play and vacay, like. Why did we come to? Why did we come here for? And that was yeah. The
0: issue now very... is no. Th-
1: yeah, sorry. sorry go yeah, ahead. like let me say this. Let me say this. Like the issue is like we've been prepping for this. We've been making interview questions. We've been in calls here and here and there to um, get these questions down. Whenever we get that interview ready and prepped. I mean, we even had set schedules for those interviews. And now you're telling me all that time we've wasted, you know, doing all of these is gone. At like like that, you know. Uh, it's really like grieving, like to hear that, you know, you'll get pretty angry, frustrated, that kind of thing. And, you know, I, I just like I said, I just want answers because if I was in a situation like this, I really would need the answers immediately because it can't just be like, oh, wait, uh, I don't have an answer for you right now. I'm like, well, we need an answer now because this doesn't feel right.
3: Well, I mean, I'm going to let you finish real quick. But as I said to Matt and like a lot of us were in agreement, like. You have nothing for us now, but at least make some form of official statement or at least some kind of press, like on the inside press statement to the the outlets letting them know, hey, this is truly what happened. We do apologize for the inconveniences, yada, yada, yada. But the fact of the matter is we have no we have no written statement. We have nothing, no word as of yet. I could be wrong now. Don't quote me for that, but i am gonna let Chantal finish finishing then we'll move to Matt.
2: Um, I was just going to say, I found it very disorienting because this was my first year at Komori where I was actually helping out with the pod um, instead of being a general attendee. And I was really looking forward to it. I had fun in the first two interviews and was a bit disappointed when the others got canceled. And because we had spent so much time focusing on the interviews and writing questions, I hadn't really thought about like a lot of other panels or anything I would want to go to, because we had interview time scheduled. So it just kind of it, it left a feeling of um, directionlessness afterwards. It's like, okay, well now what do we do with our time? What do what what do we do? What what can we do? Like.
4: Right.
2: You what guys panels much can we like...
4: still get to in time? What? I mean, like the major concerts we wanted to cover—they're not happening. You know, Star Foundation was able to make it. Key Cool wasn't able to make it. I mean, like Konowetic, kind of it was there, but you know, we we weren't able to. Oh, 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 oh! I need to mention this. Oh, so I think. Uh, right, I'm not sure if I mentioned this to you, but uh, so I didn't find out until uh, day zero that what was not going to accept, was not going to do any interviews.
3: You told me, and that's what I was frustrated about. But continue on.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, and that's the thing. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And and one of our biggest things, like the in the past couple of weeks, was that we made sure to like make some really good questions for you know, the big, you know, those three big Japanese guests, and when three out of three, like, well, two out of three are, like, are no-shows and one refuses, isn't going to do interviews, it's like, damn, I worked for nothing. And then I find out, like, later during the con, <laughs> halfway through the con, that they're not going to do any more guest one interviews? Like, damn, if this is a job, I'm out of work. You know?
0: Congrats! You just got fired. I want to address those two really quick about Stardar Foundation and Kikuo. Uh, with Stardar Foundation, this was announced back on the 13th, so this was the Monday before con. Uh, it was due to medical conditions stemming from a herniated discs and added at an advisement of a physician. So, unfortunately, they couldn't go due to injury, and then. On the 15th, so this would have been the Wednesday before con, Kikuyo is only able to attend due to visa issues.
1: I like the same thing that happened for that anime guest of honor for Music Fest. Yeah.
0: Which is interesting that, it, you know, the, the two times that guests have canceled due to visa issues, it was a musical guest of honor. Which, by the way, uh, just said, right. uh, Kikuyo has been confirmed for 2024. Uh, as we got those dates. Uh, they did announce uh, Kiku, as well as Johnny Young Bosch is going to KomoriCon 2024. KYB! KYB, hey! OG. So I want to touch on real quick about the, 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 the precedent set of, you know, having, like, these last-minute cancellations. In my experience with KomoriCon, mostly it's Hey, we get an email beforehand saying, "Okay, th- this has been moved or this has been canceled." Uh, I think, like maybe the one time that we got it, like when we showed up, was like the one time we interviewed late back in twenty twenty one. You know, but but not on this level to where it's like everyone is canceling. And again, I'm in I agreement with Ryan. It's like, look, you you got to tell us something, like you. There's got to be, like, like, I don't want to say a formal investigation, but you got to let us know what occurred, because then what are we going to report on? The fact that we couldn't interview anyone because something happened with some department. I'm not trying to be mad here, because I I, I understand, you know, there, there are, you know, things that happen, but on a level where everybody all of a sudden wants to cancel out interviews? Everybody? I mean, the... Did they Sometimes, all yeah. did they all eat a bad meal or something? And we're all you know because because I asked Jericho like, are they still doing their panels and are they still doing their their um their autographs? And in a way, the Paul yep. answers yes because they they have to do those because that's part of their you know their agreement to show up. And then like of course like it, it was optional, so it's like what exactly occurred? And hopefully, Komori Khan does reach out to us and tell us exactly what happened because my vote of confidence going to 2024 is not great. And there, there are a lot of things I was seeing over that con um, on the weekend that's like my vote of confidence for this convention is kind of slipping. But I, I want to go also to the interviews. And I'm sorry, we'll, we'll go back to the actual convention itself because I do want to address this well, since we're on that route. Back when we first applied for KamoriCon, there's a part of the application where asked us, who do you want to interview? And you know we always put, we'll interview everyone. Cause mostly what we then do is we'll send out a list of like, Hey, you know, we see Teddy Lloyd, we see, uh, I foundation. I, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, specifically just like you know, in the past, uh, Acme. Oh, um, J. Michael Tatum. Oh, um, Adam McArthur. And we usually send a list out and then, you know, then, then, then Kevin will do his magic and we'll give us, uh, we'll give us a schedule. Well, for some reason, mm. And, you know, it may slip, that slip my mind because Jericho and Chantel are going and I and you know I'm not gonna go. You know, everything is handled through Jericho. I didn't really think to send Kevin the list of who we're gonna interview this year. And then, you know, we, we have the correspondence about hey, we did have certain questions in at certain times. And at that moment, I thought, okay, those they really focusing right now is interviewing the three Japanese guests, Kanye Weda, Kikuyo, Starry Foundation. We're not gonna interview any English guests, we're not gonna interview any like Caleb Hiles, you know. We, you know, he's going again, but we're not gonna interview him because we interviewed him last year or the year before, or might have been two years in a row. <laughs> or, or the cosplay guests. I, I, I'm sorry, you know, I, I, I like the cosplay guests, but I this but it's something that uh I'm that's not that's not my uh my repertoire. Let's go. Oh, our, our wheelhouse, yes. That's not in our department. Yeah, that's <laughs> not, that's, say, not put, yeah. that's not putting down the cosplayers. It's just how we operate. So did I get an email from Kevin that says, "Hey, here's your list of interviews," and it's fully stacked. And I think to myself, "Well, okay, Jericho could have requested it, and and because you know, the English, sorry, because of the English vo- voice actors, oh, Jericho will figure out the questions. He doesn't need our help." He just needs the help with the Japanese guests. And then, like, I think, like, late last week, or like the week, like, after we get off the pod, like, when we do our, our preview, I told Jericho, I was like, hey, this email that went out with Kevin, and he's here's the list of interviews. And we're like, wait, we're we interviewing everyone on this list? Because I should have read it, because, for example, it had cosplay guests
2: that I would never request.
4: I would know. No, no, it was the, it was literally the day before.
2: We we were on the road driving up when this happened. With the the
0: the 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 inter- When we noticed the email left.
4: When you gave us the email the whole thing, that was like literally the day before we drove up on the 15th.
0: Oh, so the one that I sent Okay, yeah, cuz I did forward. I did forward everything over. Okay. But, but still, I, but still, something should have clicked in my head. I should have said, Jericho, did you request all of these, these guests? Because, again, it's not our wheelhouse to interview the cosplay guests or some of the other guests that we've done already because we, we looked through our catalog or make sure we don't have anything recent so that we're not double-dipping. And I'd say, okay, this is our final list. I should have said, hey, Jericho, did you request all these people? And you would have said, no, I didn't request anyone. All I requested was three people. So that becomes this back and forth between me, Jericho, at Kevin about who exactly we're going to interview. And this is where I'm, you know, whatever, whatever comes out of this, I will fully take ownership of because it is, it's on me as the, as the founder editor chief to, you know, to kind of be on this. Now that's in hindsight because then everyone cancels anyway. So even if let's say we, we were on top of it and we, we, we had done all these questions for not only Kikuyo Foundation and, um, Sardai Foundation, and who was supposed to the guest? Kiko Sardai Foundation, Kan Conde but also but also the guest that might have been later on, like like on Saturday night or Sunday morning, they canceled. So it's kind of like okay, I'm off the hook a little bit, but you know, but it, it's more it's more ownership on me moving forward with some aspects of delegation and emailing, especially when it comes to the fact that I didn't go this year and the fact that everything went through Jericho and then, you know, and then on Jericho's end, you know, you did Kevin, you did provide Kevin your, your contact information, but then, you know, he's still doing it, you know, which, which means, you know, there's there's a more multitude of reasons for that. You know, maybe he's, maybe he's comfortable with just emailing. That's how he communicates. That's how he gets his information out. So there's a lot at play here. But the fact of the matter is, you know, you know, looking back on it, it's a freaking mess. And we got to get to the bottom of this because it's not a good look, especially when we're accumulating years and years of just random cancellations, last minute stuff, things being late, especially I, I think, you know, it's it was a thing where it's like. At leading up to the convention, it's just kind of like, here's all the cancellations, here's some last minute stuff. And then when we get to con, everything is like relatively fine. Yeah, there's a little bit of hiccup there, hiccup here and there, that's fine. But for 2023, now it's like, now he's at another layer to this. And I'm like, where's my vote of confidence coming from anymore?
3: If I can mm-hmm. just quickly interject, uh, Matt, when it comes to usually making our list, don't we usually have like a priority list uh, when it comes to making, or at least when we give it to Kevin, like here's our like first three top priorities and then from there, like whatever we can get for A to Z, for instance, like don't we usually do that and the and this still like transpired or did we not do that this year?
0: I did not send that email out because I delegate everything to Jericho because see, Jericho is going. So part of it was like, Maybe I should have gone back to Jericho. Like, hey, Jericho, I'm gonna send the email out because everything somehow stuff was going still go through me, so I had to immediately forward it over to Jericho, which is great because I have my phone on almost me 24 seven. If not, I have my watch on me, which is my email, which I will read almost 24 seven. So you know, I'm I'm at least I'm on top of it to kind of like hey, shoot, I guess send it to Jericho real quick. But yeah, that particular email that we usually send before we go to before we even start doing our questions. Uh, we usually, because once we, once we get that list out, they we start filling out the questions, and then depending on if someone doesn't show up or not, we just scrap that, that section. Which again, I will take ownership of So let's go ahead and finish the convention. I'm sorry General, Yeah, yeah. No,
4: no, it's fine but you know what, it just helps us understand where our processes are and how we can make it better like, next time You know? Sure. Maybe, maybe for the convention itself,
1: because from the way I'm hearing things right now, convention, the convention needs a lot of work at the moment to get us to get us interested again. <laughs>
4: well, I can't. We can't really speak to what the hell happened, like between. I know. I know between what press, between press, uh, the press team and and uh, guest relations, like what exactly transpired, like, if was this an attendee thing that happened? Did it happen because of a press outlet? Who the fuck knows? And right now it's down to ether until they decide to release an official statement, or we get a response back from any of the departments. But right and, now, uh, I'm, and not, I know, I'm not going to yeah. speculate.
1: Yeah, and I know that it's been a week since uh, Komori Khan has ended. But, God, been you know, we have to really watch... Yeah. yeah. We really have to watch it and see what Kabor Khan's response would be. I would imagine that, you know, after our concerns are pretty much being heard, we probably have to like let them know about it. You know? Yeah. Maybe we'll get yeah. a word back with them, but we'll see. Yeah. Um
4: but <clears throat> hey, considering Rich. we well, considering we had a free up afternoon schedule. I mean we figured, oh hey, I guess we're gonna go souvenir shopping. <laughs> And so we did just that. And Chantal got one of her got a print signed by who was it? Um, Wasn't Oena or No, no, not Oeda. No, I I, I okay. made sure to be in line for Oeda for that okay. one. My
2: really bad at Names is coming out. It's the voice actor for Hawk Moth in Miraculous Ladybug. book uh,
4: it's like Michael Silverstein, now that I remember. Keith Silverstein. Keith Silverstein, yeah. Damn it, that was close. Yeah, Keith Silverstein. Um, you no, know, she was super happy getting that. I got I got a couple things for myself, and some things for the family. Um, I was hoping to find something unique, like, especially something that's, you know, since Griffin Burns was there, I kind of want to get his autograph for something, Armored Core 6, um, but I wasn't able to fa- find anything. Plus, I feel a little. Bit, I felt a little spurned <laughs> when he didn't make the day one interview. But you know, that's just my personal feelings. You know, no, you know, I mean, no judgment on him. Um, after that, we kind of just hung out in the uh, the uh, the room and just chilled for the night because you know
2: we were tired from trying to write questions the night before and
4: the driving. Most, most of us. the past.
2: The drive was catching up to us. Most of the panels that we would have been peripherally interested in had been earlier in the morning when we had interviews. So we just relaxed.
4: Yeah, it was kind of a, eh, all right. I guess we'll just order some more curry all of the night. Um, day three rolled around, and we actually didn't go to the convention first. Um, Dalton and Ashton want to check out this... Uh, um, this, uh, anime shop in Portland called the, what, Otaku Stumptown? Stumptown Otaku, that's so, it. Yeah. Um, it was actually a pretty good place. Um, it's like a small hole in the wall. They actually have their own, uh, merchandise, like, say, uh, BBQ, uh, versions of, like, uh, Evolutions and shit. That shit was dope. I kind of wish I could have got some, but, you know, our plushie piles are already, <laughs> Too big. <laughs> <laughs> uh it'd be like that. Yeah, it'd really be like that. Uh um, the plush life. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, that was a fun visit. Uh we got some meat fresh, you know, those desserts. Uh like one of those egg waffle thingies. Uh-huh. With ice cream. Oh, that was some good stuff too. Ooh. That was really awesome. Um, and good. then we just spent the rest of the con trying to I find if we can get some like, last-minute deals on some stuff. So, which, you know, I'd like to think we did. Uh, oh, oh, while we were out and about, before we hit the con, uh, we had the bright idea of, oh, let's get fabric markers. So, uh, Brittany Karbowski could sign Chantal's uh, Remy Pledge. So, we actually were able to get a pack, and... Um, you know, luckily enough, it we were like first in line to Karboski's uh autograph session and uh and she just signed a plush right then and there. It was super happy that we have fabric markers for it because
2: Yeah, she was like, Oh, this is great. I can do like so much on this. I can <laughs> write big, I can make a quote, it writes so smooth. She was like all impressed about the fabric marker.
4: But yeah, like so she's got a sign we plushie now. Um, but yeah, for the rest of the con it was mostly just hanging out, um chilling. Everybody else was at a tizzy trying to try to uh uh check out uh that last day, but Chantal and I were like, no, we're, we're taking it a bit easy.
2: <laughs> yeah, peop people were getting a little bit rowdy. Yeah, a bit L- like like it was a little bit hard to navigate through the other get ga- uh the other congoers to like look for stuff because people were getting very pushy it it wasn't as chill as it's been the other days where you can meander through and look at stuff like like people were all but climbing over each other mm-hmm. uh especially to check out with anything
4: i mean we did attend like what what that one panel before we left uh was at the Disney movie quotes or something.
2: Yeah, it, it was a who said that.
4: Which it got really esoteric, like towards the middle and the end, because it's like, oh, we're doing quotes in the Disney live action movies. Like, oh shit, we're
2: we're doing live actions, we're doing semi live action. So like the CGIs,
4: and then there's the sequels. And I'm like, what? Come yeah. on, watch the Disney movie sequels. Don't watch Lion King one and a half.
3: You shut oh, the Jesus. fuck up.
4: <laughs> you
2: shut the fuck up. I watched it, that movie I loved it. Excuse you, Mr. Who put on Dig a Tunnel.
4: I know, because it's funny. Um, but aside aside from that panel, nothing really caught her interest. You know, I hate to say it. So we decided to just chill out the hotel room uh, for the rest of the evening until we met with Dalton Nash one, la- one last time for Katsu Sandwiches in downtown. You know, which is a dinner, um, and yeah, and then we checked out on Friday, uh, not Friday, Monday, and then we headed up to my cousins to stay for the rest of the week, um, for Thanksgiving.
2: And thus began our personal time, and
4: you know, thus being our personal vacation. But overall, our thoughts on Con of the Moricon this year. I mean, Chauncey kind of said it best, so I I think I'll leave it to her.
2: did i say
4: it again i think you said like i think the year that we did go 2020 when i was comparing to yeah 2021
2: yeah so the the, my previous year at kamori i was a guest and i had a lot of fun and i had more fun at kamori than i did at anime expo
4: 2019 in 2019
2: but this year I kind of felt it was the other way around and I don't know if it's in part because the friend groups were at flip flop cons but I just I don't know I wasn't feeling it as much I was a little disappointed
4: I think what really kind of made the con was just being able to hang out with Dalton and Ashton
2: honestly oh. yeah I had most the most fun hanging out with the friends like the con itself, I think I had phrased it where, if I had paid for my badge like I had last year or the last time I went, I would have been a lot more disappointed because if there actually just had wasn't for much to grab me.
4: Yeah, oh, if she okay. actually paid for it, yeah.
2: if, if I paid for my badge, I would have been a lot more disappointed.
4: Like if I paid for my badge and I didn't get to see Stereo Die Foundation or kikuo i mean like why the fuck am i going
1: for real yeah no i understand especially when you especially when you're focused on like those guests that you like to really uh, meet up like um i mean sarah diet foundation is one guest that i would have gone if i and i would have gone for if i went to komori for example but i mean <laughs> knowing the fact that he's immediately like like was uh, that knowing the fact that he's already out like literally I think the day before the convention even started, it kinda tells you like, oh well, really there's not much of a big point to actually be there at the con instead of just like hanging out with people, attending a con, in cosplay, that kind of thing. It's like a feeling uh like there's something that you're excited for to go into a convention, but since it's pretty much got taken away the days days
4: before the con, it yeah, feels yeah, like yeah. you
1: don't really feel that kind of excitement going to a con now because of that
4: yeah and, and and like for like i'd say for example um like say this past ax 2023 you know with you uh you nate uh me and chantal and johnny you know we were all together and yeah we got to have fun as a fa- as a friend group but we also had you know fun looking for like doing the things we were looking forward to doing you know like the you know the ship concert uh Yes. Watching Shaq perform you know Watching, yeah that. DJ'
1: Diesel perform that's right and and then the thing is that also my return to ax even though I had to work uh, for most of the anime Expo at least I was there to at least enjoy what ax is and also understand why it's becoming a clusterfuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: but uh, but yeah but that's part of the you know part of it is the the company you you, you go to the you, you attend with you know, the company that you keep around to go to the cons with. The other part is, like, the things that you want to do or the events or the people you want to see at the con that brings you there, you know? Right. And when one half of the equation is basically gone, you know, not to say that the other panelists or the other exhibitors or the the other guests aren't doing their jobs or they aren't someone to go out and see them. If you're a fan of those guests, yes, for sure, absolutely. If that's who you're going to go to see fun for, yeah, I'll, you know, get excited totally. That's you know, don't let me spoil your fun. Your fun, but for me, right. it was like I wanted to see Stereo Die Foundation. I wanted, I wanted to see Kiku. Yeah,
1: those
4: were my two. Yeah, those my two big ticket guests I wanted to be there for, and they weren't there. So that kind of like threw the wind out of my sails. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. fine. I, well, I guess I'll just. Go ahead, you know, do some guests, do some interviews with the English VAs. That'd be fine. But after the announcement that we can't do any more interviews, it's like, oh, well, I guess they shot the, the sails broken. And I, I'm just drifting.
2: And I'm in the same boat, since we're using that analogy, because this was my first year helping out with press at all. And then two-thirds of our interviews get canceled? What What am I helping out with? I stood behind the camera for 30 minutes. What did I do?
0: What am I fighting for? Why are we still here? Just to suffer? And that's the thing, Chantel, is that this was your first time going as press. So, you know, for you to kind of be thrown into that experience of like, what am I supposed to do now? Because, you know, some of us that are more seasoned, would be go okay. I know what to do. I've been in this position before, where someone's has canceled, or we know ahead of time that so and so is canceled. Okay, this this clears a block up, so that we could like oh, let's say for example, go downstairs to check out the fact that registration line is long. I'll get to that in a second. It's natural for you, Chantel, to feel like you know I I feel totally lost, especially you know coming from you know kind of like a, a from you know a neuro neurodivergent. Is what they call it. Am I, yes. am I saying that correctly? From a neurodivergent type, you know, from, from you to me, you know, kind of like, what do those do now? Like, I had everything planned in my head. That that's why, like, you know, in, in previous convention years, I'd be like, I'm not gonna plan everything out because I don't think could happen, but also try to, you know, I only have this much, and then kind of just you know block it. But when your entire schedule goes bye bye, that's completely different.
2: Yeah, and then it just kind of feels you feeling aimless, like okay, what are you supposed to do now? Like okay, I maybe could have attended other panels if I had known further in advance that we didn't need we didn't need to spend the whole morning prepping questions. We didn't need to spend the day before prepping questions. I could have gone and done panels.
4: Like I could have been at Teddies. There's other things <laughs>
2: God if
3: damn we it, knew, we already mentioned this. We already mentioned this. you don't go to Denny's; you end up there by accident. Okay, fine. I
4: I could have ended up at Denny's from the night before. And I don't woke think.
0: Up- okay, I don't think you <laughs> would end up at that particular Denny's in Portland, Oregon. Just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather end up at the Denny's in downtown LA than at Portland, Oregon. It's just that feeling. Trust me.
4: Wow, that much, huh? I don't oh, know.
0: I I've
1: never been I never been to
0: that uh, Denny's, but there's I Well, what I what yeah. I mean by that no. is pass pass by it. Try to get a
2: seat. Oh, no. Denny's after a con or during a con regardless is going to be bad. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I see how small that place is. It's
2: Yeah,
0: it's it's it's, it's, it's a small. very
2: small Denny's
4: oh.
0: compared to like some of the bigger ones that we know about.
4: Okay, but, but no. back to the point. Yeah, I've been passed out at Denny's in 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 the early morning doing something the night before than staying up writing questions that won't be answered anymore. Like Kev like Kevin did give like 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 a thing like did say, oh uh, like as a constellation, you can forward us the questions you were gonna ask to the guests, um, you know, via email and we can send it off to you. But it's not the same, you know, you're there for the you know, for the interaction, you know, for the you know the you know that that back and forth you get from the interviewer and the interviewee you know yeah
2: like you can't have the voice acting demo improv over type typed response you can't have the bursting out laughing because you asked an intellectual question over typing like it doesn't work the same
0: when you, when you look at the two When Serenite Foundation got canceled, it was more like, hey, we apologize for the inconvenience. As soon as Kikuyo got announced, hey, I know a lot of you were looking forward to seeing Kikuyo. If you want to check rematches 2024, please send us an email. And I'm like, oh, shit. If you have to pull out that line, you know things are fucked.
3: Oh, that's a huge loophole in itself right there, too. You think about it.
0: Well, it's, well, it says here, please email registration at kamoricon for details. So they're probably going to ask, you know, for to transfer your badge. That that doesn't mean that you know you're you know you're getting a refund. You're just transferring your badge. But but you know, oh,
3: th- that's not you're a- there for the convention. But then like, oh, I want to re I want my badge transferred because Kikio wasn't there, even though you weren't there for Kikio. Think about it.
0: Yeah, but that's, that's in your really lost stuff. You're that. not gonna go then. You're not you're not gonna go twenty twenty three and you're in, you know, and you know, you kinda of, oh yeah, you, you you wasted a badge because you put it for twenty twenty four. So yeah, it it is it's it's not like you're gonna get a registration for twenty twenty four and then go back and go to twenty twenty three. It's just the fact that they had to bring this card out when Kikuyo in addition, because if I think if Stered Foundation didn't cancel and Kiku canceled out, I think it'd be more of like, hey, well, it's unfortunate that couldn't make it. Hey, here's Steredai Foundation. And then also I kept saying the most obvious answer. And I know that I know the answer's a lot more in depth, and like there's contracts to be worked out. But Acme was at Komori Khan. They were slated to play the after party on Sunday. It's like, why don't they play at the con? And I, I know the answers, but you know it just kind of you, you just sit there like, you know, it, the much easy answer. And yes, I, I I know that they announced uh, uh, creep p as the replacement uh, uh, musical guest of honor for Saturday for Kikuyo. Uh, we played some of the music at the top of the podcast, uh, and it's a little bit sounding different than what we know from Kikuyo. I I personally I like it. You know, it may, not, it may not be your cup of tea, it may not be your jam, but I would just give it a, a, at least a listen if you didn't go, or you're just kind of turned out by the fact that, oh, yeah, Star Foundation and Kikuyo were not there. So that that leads me to, you know, my, my notion of this, this voter conference convention moving forward. One of the things that I was seeing, and I think Nate was seeing this too on Friday morning, was the registration line. And in 2022, uh, where, where the the two lines for 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 registration was was after the line to get your health check, and the health check line kind of like was snaked in the holiday uh, lobby, and it kind of went like in a zigzag motion, but it also can go up on occasion, up up to the second floor where the Oregon Ballroom is, where like the arena and some of the panels are. There was a photo of it. Sorry, there was a photo on Friday that was supposed to leave the registration line. And I and I kind of joked with Nate said, Nate, is this the line to to get your health check? And you know, Nate knows what the fuck I was talking about. And I joked, I said, This look I know this life registration, but it feels like I'm back in 2022, because it's a line that'd be that area. But no, it was the life registration. And as soon as Mm -hmm. Jericho told me about this news about this cancellation. I immediately went to the Kaburcon Discord to see if anyone else was noticing this. I think this is the part where it's like sometimes uh, you know, you know, ignorance is bliss, and all you got to do is just enjoy yeah. your cosplay weekend and hang out with your friends and 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 wear goofy outfits from Genshin Impact and Genshin Impact and Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. And Genshin Impact, Genshin Impact
2: winner <laughs> is
0: Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Best racing game. Genshin Impact.
0: Genshin Impact. Hawkeye Star Rail. Genshin Impact. Uh, the, the the point of the matter is, yeah. you know, it's, it's it's kind of this ignorance is bliss type of thing. But still, people were still experiencing three hour waits to get into registration. And, yeah, it might not have been six hours that we were hearing about in 2022, but it's still a three-hour wait, especially when the line is stretching all the way out, you know, from registration into the holiday lobby and going up into the second floor. That is a long-ass line.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And this is where I said at our preview podcast, like – you know, hopefully they got some administration issues ironed out because you're, now we're getting into year three of this convention, and the first year that they don't have any rules regarding COVID. Now they still have their contact tracing that they're doing, and that's more volunteer type of thing. We're not going to get into that, uh, but you know, if you are worried or you were feeling sick and you want to report it, uh, uh, I'll see if I can get some um, some links on our show notes uh afford that or just go to the KamoriCon Discord. But you know, this is the first year for Kamori that they have they didn't have to do any uh, vaccine checks or they didn't, you know the force masks. So for a lot of people it feels like you know it it's back to normal. And and I think I, I and I don't know what's going on with this convention where it's like when we dig into the surface, like we find a lot of skeletons that is just hampering this convention. And because we're more in tune To more behind the scenes Not only from a press angle But also a staffing in, in, angle I know Nate You overhear some things even though you're You know you're, you're part of the ribbon station For ALA you know I'm with Saki yeah. anime I hear a lot more things Based upon where I'm at You know this behind the scenes uh-huh. stuff And it's just like yeah. something you just you kind of just like scratch it Like why, why, why the fuck is this happening What the fuck especially when it's like beyond your pay grade it's like why is this shit happening and so this is where my vote of confidence comes in I'm like Kamori I love you but you're giving me a really bad impression and it's like it's been snowballing up to this point where it's like the year that I don't go is when it all goes to fucking hell and it's so like is this where this convention is going because if you if it's something issue with like guest relations or, or like the guests themselves, that needs to be addressed. Because that 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 is the backbone of your convention is the guests that you bring in, and your guest relations department is just as important as your registration department. It's just as important as those who are running the website or who are those who are running the gaming department. And I I'm kind of shocked that. You Jericho and Chantel, didn't even talk about like like the gaming hall or like uh, the charity auction. I didn't hear anything of that this year.
4: I mean, to be fair, like you know, we don't got a whole lot of money for the charity auction, such so as we'd like to, you know, take part in it. <laughs> um, we we are those kind of folks. The gaming hall was kind of eh this year. Plus, you know, like, we're not the yeah, we get some sports, I guess, anymore, so it's hard to keep with all the kids. Uh <laughs> you know, kids,
2: kids <laughs> well, All the younger attendees
4: uh know that about, especially because, like, you know, hey, I want to do rock band on stage. No, I am not gonna wait two hours just to do it on stage. Fuck that. Young punks, get out of my con. <laughs> I mean, we tried to do karaoke the last day too, but yeah, they were close up uh, sign-ups, uh near the end already. So uh, you know what? It's all
0: right, I, I forgot to mention this from last year, but I, I remember walking by the karaoke room, and the you know what the first song I heard being belted out was what? You could probably guess it. It's like the most I'm gonna like, give you most, No, it's the most sung like anime opening in fucking karaoke history.
2: Uh, garage? Gr-
4: no. A, day little, day? Oh,
0: a little older.
3: How do, how do you find? E.
4: No. Older. Old.
3: So that, that, that's an
1: L- older. older, older, I did I did I say Oran or is it late
0: nineties?
4: No. Yes. Is it go?
0: No, earlier, like earlier than that. Late nineties. Oh. Think of late nineties openings of anime. Okay, okay. Uh, Is it from Any Washit perchance? No, I, no, no. Keep going. No,
2: keep going. I wasn't allowed to watch anime Gund- that young.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, Is it Gundam? Uh, uh, Is, it Gundam? Uh, uh. Is it Gundam? Okay, right. Uh, you're you're on the genre. Just communication. No, you're on the genre. Wrong series. Okay. okay. I'm like
1: Gundam. We're in
0: the are gen- in the mech genre. Mm. You're in the
1: mech uh, genre.
3: Okay, Crow Angel Seasons. Yes, Evangelion. there we go.
1: Hey. i was gonna say Evangelion
0: <laughs> yeah. he, Yes. It's like the most overused song in, in anime con karaoke. And as soon as I passed by that, I was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. <laughs> I was like, hey, you guys, fuck this shit.
3: <laughs> fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right, then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'm gonna get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out.
0: I mean, right, Jericho, sorry. Fuck. Jericho, you goddamn, I did it again. I, I, it's, it's not a call until I fucking mistake Ryan, somebody. Did you say Ryan? Did you say Ryan? Yeah, no, Jericho, no, no I'll, wow.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll,
0: try to, I'll try to go to you. Ryan is correct. I'll try to go to you because I, I, I want like Ryan, Nate, are, are, is, is my feeling of this vote of confidence for this convention waning? I, I, am are you guys in the same boat as me or is it a, a little bit different story with you guys?
3: Well, I, I, like I said earlier, like I love this convention. Don't get me wrong. I love the staff. I love the press team of how I many years we've been working with them. And Kevin, um, I love like the location and like everything and the surroundings. But as I mentioned earlier in the pod, like there's way too many inconsistencies going on or that we've noticed, whether it be registration, whether it be through the press, through the press team, whether it be like late last minute scheduling, last minute uh, getting these schedules like the day of, or like the very morning of like things of that nature, like the very most that we've seen all these things happen. And then just seeing it either continually keep happening year after year, or it fixes itself a little bit, but then something else arises. It's like, can't it's kind of hard to have faith when you keep seeing the same patterns, you know? So, I mean, I'm kind of with you on the boat, but like, I'm not entirely going to sink this convention just yet.
1: Uh, in my case, when I think about all the problems that have been persisting, I um, my thing has been, it's, it, it has this been occurring? And obviously the registration for KomoriCon has always been a, con, a recurring problem. And I've seen the pictures from this year's KomoriCon, and it seems like they haven't impre- they haven't improved. I mean, I thought we were past the health checks, considering that there is no health checks anymore. But knowing the fact that the line is still all the way up to the second floor to get your badge is ridiculous. I thought they would actually fix that. I know that was a problem like a year ago when we went to Kamaricon, But it's knowing the fact that it's there again, it tells me like, are you even listening to the concerns of like everybody there? Because I would imagine like it's not just the press team, but it's also like everybody else was also attending Kamaricon. That probably would have that same problem you know attending day one and then spending like three or four hours waiting in line and then missing your panels wasting like most of your day over at komari especially if you're only there for one day so it's really a bad experience uh if somebody registration you know just has to go there for like so many hours just to get their badge so um, again
3: anime expo jesus <laughs> right, <laughs> but yeah,
1: but yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like for those who go to Comiket, that's a different story. that Anime Expo, Anime Expo, go for a day, you're fine.
4: Why <laughs> <laughs> right, you know? Uh, you just got to be smart about how you do AX. Trust me.
2: Okay, but here's the thing. At least AX sends out badges for pre-registration True. early. It wasn't Even always with... like that. But it wasn't always
1: like that. No, no. But they, but they fix that problem. Remember, they fixed but they that problem. But they fix the problem eventually. Here's yeah. the thing, like for those that would go there for day one would be the ones that couldn't be able to pick, like were able to register late before the email, before they mailed out the badges. Like maybe they said last minute, hey, I wanted to go to AX and they couldn't be able to make the deadline to get their badges mailed. So they had to go there and pick it up. And that line is at least shorter, maybe like at least 30 minutes to an hour long to get your badge, literally scan a code, get your badge and then go into the convention center. This time around, they don't do that. Uh, Kamari Khan doesn't send out badges, I think. I might no. be wrong on that.
2: As far as I'm aware, they don't send out badges. I don't remember getting one the last time I attended, and we didn't get anything press related prior to showing up and walking in the door.
1: So yeah, there. So yeah, there's that problem. Um, maybe consider that Kamari Con, so you uh, don't need to work on well,
0: registration.
1: Well, he,
0: here's here's the problem that that costs a lot of money.
1: Yeah. Nailing but, out, yeah. Ugh. I, I I know I, I know that like Con uh, is like something like Fanime. I know it's non profit. They have to get money from the attendees pretty much to uh, at least run the convention. But hmm, I mean maybe make a move, I don't know. It could be I know it's a lot of money to s- send those out, but if it is anything to at least try to be convenient in actually making the registration process a little bit faster for every attendee going to KomoriCon, Con, I would take that sacrifice, but it's really up to KomoriCon's uh decision there. But beside, but besides that, um, I think the whole fact about this. I mean, here's the thing: like when it comes to interviews and stuff for press for the press team, we never had that problem until this year. I think we've had some issues where there have been like some cancellations. So it's like, like maybe like on a. I, I remember like last year on day one on on day three of uh, Kumari Con, I think it was Faye Mana that canceled interview. Is that correct?
4: I might be wrong on that. Uh, so uh, Billy Kamet's think... too, rest in peace. Oh shoot. Uh
1: um, hey, Buckland.
4: I remember this. Book. Oh
1: yeah, that's right. So all of so pretty much all of Sunday. But then I think they I think that's in the beginning of the day they just said that we couldn't be able to do interviews throughout the day, if I remember. Because it wasn't a last minute thing like what happened what happened when you and with you, Jericho and Chantal that that you had experienced that.
2: You weren't walking I, off I the
1: elevator. Yeah. See, see that's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't so last minute. Than before, where we were just like notified, I think like a couple hours before, or like literally the, in the morning of that they couldn't be doing an interview. Um, but I'm still my, my thing right now is like, it is. way I, I'm with Matt on this. Like it, my my confidence for Komori Khan is waning, considering how like I'm, I would say I wouldn't say unprofessional, but it's more like how messed up everything went when it came to like what what was going on with press. Um, but it came to those interviews. When it came to you know being on time, I mean, I I don't know. It's just more like a really huge logistical mix-up or a, a whole mess of like trying to get things together to at least get press teams to do their interviews and to at least get everything coordinated. Because heck, we had a schedule, we had to make it work. But now that it was pretty much all thrown out of the table, what do we do? So it really is. I'm kind of unprofessional that Kamari Khan kind of did this like really last minute. Um, and the fact that like, we never had an answer back from kamari Khan yet. I really need to, I, I really need to understand why they did this. They have to, at least, there needs to at least be something from the press team over at Kamari Khan to at least tell us like why this happened. Because if we, if you give us, if you give us no answer, that tells me that there's something really suspicious that happened over at Comiket that makes me be, makes me really feel more uncomfortable of even going to a convention that can be run like this. So I'm just saying, like, if you could be at least be able to give us an explainable reason about what happened, but a, in those like days that happened that canceled our, our that canceled our interviews and all, that could get a little understanding of what was going on over at Comiket. But other than that, it does make me feel. Like, this is not really looking forward. Like, I'm not really, I, I kind of really want to go back to Komori because I really do like the experience where you we went over there in Portland. But knowing the fact that these problems still persist makes me feel like maybe get your shit together and then maybe we can go back. But at the moment, it's really up in the air. Like, I don't feel confident with Kamori Khan currently at the moment, but it could, ha- it, it could get better, but we'll see. But yeah, that's all I can say about it.
0: So when we when we had it when we had Teddy Lloyd uh on uh, on that uh, on that twenty twenty-one schedule. He was in a, he was scheduled at three forty five. So he canceled about an out, about two hours before his, his his time he was supposed to come in. And then I'm looking right now. Fey Mata. Actually, no, we had both of our our, our Sunday um our Sunday uh, things canceled because Faye Mata canceled about two hours before she was scheduled. And then Kira Buckland canceled about 30 minutes later. So the, so the timing on mm-hmm. that was, was a little bit, was a little bit more was a little bit like, kind of like okay, two hours,
4: Sassy.
0: a little, a little more sussy. Uh, and then in 2022, we had, we had, we had everybody, and then day zero, that's when we get Christina V, Ray Chase, Max Spittleman all canceling. But other than that, it was more of like, okay, everyone was good. Cause I I still would have kept, I still would have kept my emails about like if anyone else had canceled that, 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 that con of. But the fact that like we had to go through, cause because in 2021, our major issue was we got the schedule like at 11 o'clock at night. And then our issue in 2022 was that people, I guess we're canceling. We had the issue in 2021. Uh, in like, yes, I kind of prefer it. If you cancel on me on day zero, because then like, for example, if Chantel and I think this might be true for you. If you had that same thing where it's like, okay, Christina B, Ray Chase, Maximum and all canceled on day zero. Now I've little more time to kind of look through the schedule. Be like, okay, I want to do this now. Or, Hey, this, oh, this gathering I want to do. Cause I have this cosplay. You know, would that have been a, a better scenario than the little this canceling on you, like when you literally show up in the elevator?
2: I mean, yeah, because then by the time like we've been informed it's canceled, and we like then go and look at the schedule. Okay, what's going on right now? Chances are we're already in the middle of something. Like we're not going to get there in time to attend the panel. Like from the beginning, and I'm one of those like. I, I don't want to be one of those people walking into a panel halfway through opening the door, everybody turns to look at you. So like I don't know, it just makes me feel very uncomfortable. Oh. And not knowing in advance means I can't figure out what I want to do.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I and I can I could definitely understand stand it from that angle, especially if this is your even, first time going to
2: come. On. Even if it was I, like I the previous years where it was two hours notice that's still enough time to look at the thing go okay we need to be in panel room a for this thing in an hour okay so we have enough time but like everything just feeling so last minute it made it hard to really plan my day
1: no i get it yeah
2: so
0: christina v was supposed to interview about 11 30 she cancels out and then Ray Chase cancels, he was, we we're supposed to interview him right after Christina B. So that frees up about, about an hour. We did interview Adam McArthur, uh, and then Max Middleman cancels at 5 o'clock. So you got to remember, around that time, after we interview Adam McArthur, we go back up to the room. That's when we notice all the issues in registration. So it was like that time frame was like, okay, we go downstairs, we we'll figure everything out heavy-handed we go through the interview mystery panel which was great but the fact that we didn't have we you know we didn't have that uh 5 p.m. interview kind of helped out a little in terms of planning and 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 I get it Chantel like not knowing in advance really throws things off because even for me I was like okay all I really got to do is do these interviews record so and so do a cosplay shoot and interview, you know, uh the Kamori attendees. But if 2022 happened the same way that 2023 happened and all of a sudden everyone just cancels, I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? And 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 I and I get it. And it, it's unfortunate that it happened while you were there for your first time as press. And it I and, and I'm gonna kind of move into like kind of my final point now, which is uh for twenty twenty four they have announced their dates and the dates for 2024 is a lot more favorable when it comes to not being during Thanksgiving. Uh, next year, the co- event will be held November 8th through the 10th. It's going to be the same place, the Oregon Convention Center and the Hyatt Regency Portland. Portland. Uh, this is also be the announcement that Kikuyo and JYB will be guests of honor. So for uh, next year, I think we talked about this during our preview podcast or like a podcast before, uh but those dates are a lot more favorable. That's kind of more what we were in tune for in 2022, where it's like, okay, I can have, you know, seventh, eight, tenth, and then maybe have the entire week off. And then, you know, kind of have two or two 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 weeks of work and then do uh, Thanksgiving. Part of me feels like I want to do a run back and kind of like just write this ship one last time. But part of me is just like, do I want to knowing everything that happened? It's like, do I really want to hand uh, go through this? Do like, do if you guys want to go through this ever again? I, don't, I I don't want to. None of you guys. None of you guys should. All you guys No. None of us. No, no, um, of a, I was gonna
1: say none of us want to like go no, none through of us want what to. Uh, Jericho and how had to go through this yeah, this year. I, mean, I just hope, I just hope, like I said. said like I I just hope, like I said, this year like gets by and next year they improve from what happened, what, what happened from this year. Just because all the mistakes and all these dropped interviews, it just really looks bad on them. So I- I'm just hoping that they would fix their mistakes and next year would be a whole lot better.
2: My feedback is, would I want to try and do press again? Yes. The parts of it that I was able to do, I did enjoy. And I would like to have a better experience to base it on however me going back to school for the next couple years komori is not going to be on that list it's right in the middle of a school semester i'm not going to be able to attend even as an attendee so it kind of makes me sad that the one convention that i've really enjoyed in the past I'm not going to get to go to for a couple of years attending attendee or press regardless. And it's just kind of like, it's a sour note to leave on. Yeah.
0: I, Oh, that that's, that's definitely a bummer. Like. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: like school doesn't play around. I can't sacrifice (laughs) that. Yeah. School, school doesn't play around. The way I look at
3: it, guys, like, I, I've missed the last two years. I really, really, really wanted to be there this year. But then I look at it like, wait, did I really miss anything this year,
4: given what happened? Might I mean, have dodged a like, bullet. <laughs> that
0: and, and yeah. that's, and, and that's that might be the big takeaway here, is that, you know, for us three that didn't go, you know, we saw it as soon as Tenderly didn't show up on the list. So I'm like, okay, something's really going on here. And then I see all of this. Like, I... I Again, I I know Ryan, you're saying that I would be totally pissed off, and and again, like if I were up there, like I I'd be you know trying to be calm and controlled, you know, be very, um, you know, be very you know professional, but at the same time, give me a fucking rage room because I just want to kick shit. Because I'm like, w- w- why, <laughs> why, w- w- what the hell is going on? And and again, we can't put any of this on. The press team, they did everything they could in the powers to write to the ship. But when another department is kind of causing all this, I'm like, then you guys got to communicate with that department and, and kind of like get the full story. Because w- without that information, this is what we have to go off of, of hearsay and kind of first hand accounts and not necessarily the the statement that we that Ryan and I want, which is explain what exactly happened because without it like again my vote of confidence for this convention moving forward i want to go back next year but at what cost
2: mm-hmm.
0: because going to these cons are not uh, it's not cheap especially for I us know. like we still <laughs> oh, us press, yeah. we still have to pay our way up there yes it, we do that because in addition to press you know we we, we get to get away from our homes and our and our work, our works workplaces and enjoy a con while, you know, while, you know, kicking ass and taking interviews and, you know, getting up close and personal with some of the things we want to get up close personal with. But I like, at some point I'm like, I, I, you know, where's the scaling back option, you know? And that's something I don't want. I don't want to talk about it here. Cause I, I can go about it for about another hour, but that is something I do want to talk about when we move towards the end of the year. Uh, especially with our 2023 recap and our 2024 outlook for the convention year as well as, you know, anime, pop culture, all that shit. If you're going to give me that experience, I'm like, then why did, I, why, why did I even bother to to prep? When I know how I operate and how I'm meticulously getting questions and getting all my ducks in a row. Yes, because I wasn't going this year, I... Maybe I over, over oversaw some things, you know. Maybe part of it was like, okay, Jericho is gonna handle it, you know. And I thought Jericho and, and Kevin were were uh were kind of like were the ones that were doing everything, and not necessarily me. Because what, why? What's what's my say? Because I'm not going this year. Why are you gonna ask me about who I want to interview this year? Ask the guy who's actually going. <laughs> I
3: mean, my 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 final takeaway from all this is like, yeah, I guess I dodged the bullet on it, like not going. Kinda sucks because I did actually need a vacation away from here since I have literally done nothing all year. Um it just really sucks that if I had gone and I was broken the news just like Chantal and uh Jericho were, or at least I was one of the first to find out, and then have to relay that information to them. All three of us in that disappointment. I mean, not only would I mean I would have kept my cool, but I'm like Matt, I would go up to the room and I'd just be mad. Like I'd be fucking pissed. Like, dude, like I set my whole Vacation set up for this. I paid good money to come up here. And you're going to tell me that all these guests canceled their interviews on the mission. Also, like, we're not going to really be doing anything else outside of just hanging out the entire convention. Don't be wrong. I know hanging out is part of the convention experience, but you're going to tell me I paid all this money and for what? Just to uh, be disappointed? Like, I want to go one more time and hope that they fix it next year. And I hope I get to do a lot more than just. Be idle this entire year, like I was this year. But de- dear God, if we lead into 24 and it's still nothing has changed, it's going to be some time before I believe. And I, I no quote me for quote me for next year, or at least put, quote this for later next year in our and I like either start or end of the year review. But this may be one, if not one of the last time CCB is at Kamori, unless they fix what their fi- their current problems.
4: Unquote. Can
3: I unquote.
0: Very bold statement. Very bold. The back of my mind, I was thinking, who's the first going to say it? Who, who's going to say it? And I'm like, <laughs> am I going to say it? Because, you know what though, I write, I kind of agree with you that the hassle of doing press should not be present. Yes, things are going to happen. I understand that. But like, fan every single year. We never have any issues with their press staff. All we do is here's the application. They approve us, and then it's like we do the interviews. Yeah, sure, okay, let's get this ironed we'll, out.
1: We'll be we'll we, be there. We'll, we'll be there. We'll, we'll we'll get the schedule. We'll be there. We'll do the interview. You know, as simple as that. We no need ne- to make any last minute changes.
0: Well, if 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 it was last if it was a cancellation, I'd me, I would I wouldn't mind because like I understand. You know, get, you know, guests have different priorities you 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 okay, yeah that's true like the guess the number one priority if they want to cancel because of something like i said let them like again like I, I can understand like maybe maybe for example you know you know i'm i'm just trying to put my shoes at the guest when that second guest canceled because they want to get food maybe it's because they were extra hungry or something like that and you know maybe the food that they they had previously was like maybe they wanted more. Or you know, maybe something that happened. So you, you get. Or maybe they're you, fucking
4: diabetic, you know? Yeah, or, or they're diabetic,
0: or, they're... or yeah, medical condition. We we don't know exactly. So when gas cancellations occur, I, I'm okay with that. Like, but go back to faname. We never had issue with faname ever. We never and, did. You know, as, if, as much, as,
1: as, much we, as we never. No, it's true. It's true. Actually, we never really did have any. Like press issues, uh, or or anything out of this sort of like this yeah. organization, yeah. Uh, when and, it comes and, to like being part of press at anime,
0: yeah. uh you, you know, early early on Anime Expo before everything happened, you know, when we went in twenty thirteen, we had no issues. Otakon, we had no issues. Con we had no issues. Uh, this uh, the convention did not this time around. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll, um Oh um, Adam Amples? And not, not, not no. Adam Amples, the other one. Uh, the, the Vita v- v- one. Oh, oh, oh off, off guy. Off
1: guy. Off No guy. issues at
0: all. No, 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 no well. issues with Afkai. No issues with ALA. Uh, you know, uh is is uh, ALA gonna
2: interfere with your schooling, Chantel? Maybe a little less problematic. Um this year at least. The <laughs> the last day of ALA is literally the day before my semester starts.
0: Oh, so, so a good way to go out. Mm. It's like my last so day of freedom. So it is freedom. going
2: to be, it is literally my last con before school starts. Last
4: weekend of freedom, oh, baby. Shoot. <laughs> okay, i uh... But
2: it depends on the future dates, how they correspond with the the start of the semester. Okay. If it continues to be before that school date, I can attend no problem because I'm not in class yet. Okay. The moment classes starts, I'm off the table. All right, okay. Mm, I, okay. uh
0: We'll we'll, we'll talk off pot about that. But again, Ala, we have no issues. It's only when we get to Kamori Khan is when we have a sort of problem one way or another. And it's like, take registration out. The stuff that we that we dig for, even in front of us, it's like, why 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 am I going to go through this hassle? Why are you going to give me palpitations when I'm on the train and look at this like? Great, three interviews canceled. Okay, at least you're telling me on day zero. At least you didn't tell me going up the elevator, or you or you know you you didn't or you told me five minutes after because I got to check my phone for whatever reason. Again, I I realize that cancellations happen. It's natural. Guests are your number one priority, but at some point you gotta look at the constant, and for some reason kamori might be the constant you may have to look at what you're doing
4: so you think it's a systems issue a processes issue i
0: i i I, I think there needs to be a solid look at how they operate things mm. just even even if it's just like making sure we have all our ducks in a row kind of like how we're gonna do you know moving forward you know when it comes to such like kamori connection because then now I realize what my own operations need to be you know we're going to refine it so that, you know, when we get to next year, let's say, for example, I don't go next year, but Ryan's going to go and and Nate's going to go and Jericho's going to go or, or maybe it's Dalton or maybe it's Levi. At least I'll know. Hey, guys, you want to get together real quick and make sure we finalize our list so I can send it out to Kevin because I'm going to coordinate with Kevin and then spread it out to you guys. Something like that. I I, I know what to I I'm going to analyze what occur here in 2023 so that I can really dive that in 2024 at least at least for kamori because kamori i I understand what their system is now
4: yeah
3: at the very least yeah too, I-, I don't think the thing I would suggest is like given that this does happen maybe we have a contingency plan for actual attending events or going or doing more coverage that's not necessarily press related but still doing like either a roll or b-roll footage around the convention around the area or
4: just, I mean, doing... you're you're not wrong in that regard, Ryan. But at the same time, you know, considering it was just me and Chantal...
2: it was hard to carry the camera around to do a lot of just even
4: trying to rend- be B-roll. Rend-
2: r- random right. interviews or this B-roll really, or anything.
4: This is it, why we're it was
2: this is awkward. Why
4: we like, a crew, like to have like a of people. Yeah, because yeah. like if it's a one, because if it's a one or two man team, like you know, between me and Chantal, or me and johnny you know we can only do so much with what we got but if it's like you know if we give me three or more i think we can you know that's a lot more feasible you know it's just and you know to actually think about contingencies like that but when you're on your own like that it's just hard
3: well i mean if we can get a schedule in advance and then get our press schedule in advance too, or to the point where maybe we don't we have like at least an idea if there is at least a cancellation we have a plan B to go to or an event that we can go to as a plan B this is what I'm more, more along the lines of what I'm getting at. I,
0: I think also, I think also too, it, that, that sounds great on paper, you know, but you know, things change. Cause like initially, like all that Friday, the first day after we did everything and it was like so heavy handed, we're like, we're looking for a panel. It was so happy that we were actually looking at this panel for the anime murder mystery. We're like, oh, let's go to that. Cause it was like right on our time frame. It's something we've been eyeing. But you know, th- there's an alternative timeline where it's like, oh, that that's that that's no longer interesting than me. But hey, there's a uh, a guest talk with uh with uh burnout syndrome. They wanted to go to that instead. So it, it's more of like not necessarily like having a plan B, but more of like an idea of if something cancels out. And it's great when they cancel two hours to a day in advance, because at least you can look at the schedule. Like, okay, what's grabbing me right now, and what may have grabbed you when you were first coming up may not grab you compared to what it looks like now.
4: And I felt that was kind of the thing, you know, like, like with the Japanese with with Sarodai foundation and keep cool canceling. Like, okay, there goes my plan A, plan B. And then plan B cancels. So I'm like, oh shit, I have nothing else up my sleeve. Yeah,
0: because cause the plan A for us going into this when we had this whole snafu was listen, let's just, let's just interview the three Japanese guests and let's get out of the convention. And then when they cancel, like, okay, maybe we could actually get some of the English guests, uh, who do we want to interview. It's like, you know, I'll address up. You know, I want to I want to hear about his take on uh on on Agehiko. and then Karen Shussman, We love Karen Shussman. Um, you know, but that that cancels out like, okay, you're not now you're a plan B. You, you didn't plan for a cosplay photo shoot. It's like, what the hell am I gonna do at this point? So like I said, I hopefully going out of this convention, you know, we can look at our processes for maybe the one and final time we go back to Kamori. And I hope Kamori looks at this and like starts to really analyze where they can make the big changes and at some point you just got to put your foot down and really dig at it whether it's like actually getting more people to come staff for you because i feel like that's really really comes down to it's like getting people to work with you and whether that's because of the pandemic or it's because people are just don't really want to work at COD, you know you know you gotta do something because this is not sustainable This is a learning opportunity for us to look at our um, our processes and for Khan to look look at their processes and see where it's been faulting for the last couple years. I know it's going to be a Khan 2023 recap but Jesus Christ I am not going to end this podcast on this bad of a note. So Everybody <laughs> <laughs> Alright
3: guys, it's time for yet another segment, but it's not just Matt this time. The whole everyone turn around. It's time for Tell me something good! Tell
4: me something
3: good. Oh <laughs> <Tell> my god. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me,
4: tell me not big me.
0: Alright, Sack Enemy. Yay. Yay! Oh my, oh, my Ooh, god!
1: Another oh another another convention! Yay! Please <laughs> tell me this is positive.
0: Oh yes, definitely because their uh, their emails ever since we got to uh, Kamori and like past Kamori. Holy shit! So here's everyone that's been when, when when you get the emails out. This is everyone that's been announced so far: Christina V, Shot Chiplock. Uh, Josie Montana-McCroy, Stephanie Sutherland, Kelly Baskin, Layla Berzitz, uh, Nazit Tarsha, Griffin Burns, Christina Coachello, Valanga Vel- uh, Rodriguez, and Alejandro Saab is going to sack Anime. And guess what they're so all many going for? So names. We talked about it, you know, in the middle of the podcast, you know. And the winner is Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. Impact. (laughs) So they're all going for Genshin Impact.
1: I'm expecting a big audience of Genshin Impact cosplayers and a lot of fans. So that panel room is going to be
0: huge. And and the thing is, it's like, that's great. I get to see Aliyah Josab. I I missed him at Komoru. So I was like, yay, good to see you. All right. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we had a string of emails come out this week. Uh, so the first one we got well, was Shinjiro Kago. Uh, he's an international manga superstar. And then the other one that we got is Brian McKinney. So he he has worked on uh, Batman Beyond, uh, Invisible, Star Trek, Lower Deck, Scooby Doo, Deathstroke, Knights and Dragons. Uh, Batman versus Tim and T, the Rise of Tim and T, DC Superhero Girls, Batman versus Two Face, Justice League Action, Ben Ten, uh, Static Shock, The Batman, Justice League Unlimited. He he's worked out a whole bunch of uh, of American animation uh, stuff. Uh, the other and then the second one came out. Um, uh, is uh, Richard Horvitz? Uh, he's probably being built for hell of a boss. But he's also um, Invader Sim, uh, Billy from the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Uh, he's Daggett from uh, the Anger Beavers and Alpha Phi from the original Power Rangers.
4: That's a great really classic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, he's he's also worked on uh, Psychonauts, uh, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Destroy All Humans, and Skylanders. So that that's a big name. And then um, today in th- th- this shocked me uh so we have erica Lindbeck. uh she's going for hell of a boss but she's also been in demon slayer margaridemia she's with Tama, persona 5 and then we have uh bryce pinkham is also going for hell of a boss primarily as an uh, american stage screen and voiceover actor he uh, on stage, Bryce is widely well known for the, originating the role of uh, Monty Navarro in the Tony Award-winning production, A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, and he was actually nominated for a Tony, Grammy, and a Dama Dres- uh, Drama Desk award. So he, he's 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 got some um, he's got some uh, weight uh, on on his uh, on his resume. And then this one hit me, Brandon Rogers, and I was like, wait a minute. Have heard Brandon Rogers before? And then I was like, Oh, that Brandon Rogers. You know the one where it's like really crude humor?
4: Fuck! We're four hours late for this goddamn bullshit! Samantha, wake up! Samantha, we're leaving in three seconds. The shower is going to have to be PTA. Pits. Pits. pits.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, I need come. Let's go, let's go. No time for Caillou.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, crude as fuck humor. And and he's also going for hell of a boss. So I'm like, I'm going because you're, you're a funny ass YouTuber. I, lo- I love your material. So we have a stacked lineup going to SAC Anime, and we're cool. we're about a month and some change away from it. Also, ALA too. Uh, I have not seen any stuff. From ALA actually has any has anime. Um, ALA nothing. See, uh, let me let me
1: let me bring it up. Let me bring it up. I can get some announcements here. We can Oh, you are okay, um, but yeah, I mean, um, ALA did bring up a couple of guests from there. Um, I, I think I should have like uh, put that on. <laughs> uh, wait, okay, let's, yeah, let's,
0: I, I I have the guest here. Uh, I, I I think we'll uh, we'll go through this probably not necessarily next week because next week is going to be our um, our preview for yes, the game. Maybe of it's the same.
1: I was gonna say maybe the same time when we do
0: the I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna do it. Uh, probably not this upcoming podcast. Maybe not the one after because the, the one after will just be all about the game awards. And then maybe, mm-hmm. maybe like that second to last podcast will then we'll do we'll dive into ALA like because like for example. Shibuya Kaho is going back to ALA. And I think at this rate, Shibuya Kaho is a, uh, right. a household name I for ALA. Gonna be an,
1: I think he's going to be a standard, yeah, just because he's been there like, what, for two straight years now? So, yeah. this I is the just third really year. I hope had. her I'm
4: DJ be- skills have improved since last time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Um, no, I've been, I've been seeing the footage.
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: so uh, Caitlin Glass, hey, Wal- uh, Wal- Tara Sayatz, Carl Walgreen. So there's yeah. there's a lot there's a lot of things. Uh, I, I, I gotta I gotta look through here uh but I think we'll dive into ALA at some point because I I do because I, I feel like we are gonna go to press for ALA so mm-hmm. I, I I do want to give ALA its due and it's probably going to be probably in December uh so when so we do that so yep. uh good. well so all right well they got for the good news and they gotta have that statement for a rainy day. <laughs> So, I think there's covering...
3: some good news from around the. around the. to the, uh, be some more good news from all of us, you know? I mean, it can't be just this sack anime all the time.
0: Yeah, but, but I it's. Mean, I really, I already yeah, did,
3: really did,
1: that... a- really did bring out ALA, so I think it's all about ALA Oh, uh, I guess I could share you know.
4: this. Um, or, well,
1: more, more than that. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Like
4: well. it. But, anyways, yeah. go ahead, Mirko. So, I got a friend of mine who, let's um, say, you know, I want to say close friend, but a friend of the last. Uh, he's actually helping to work a new uh, <laughs> Hentai convention in San Diego. Hey. Oh shit! Hey. Oh shit! Called a uh, Hentai Matsuri. It's supposed what? to take... <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to take place from Friday, June fourteenth to Sunday, June sixteenth next year, next summer, at the Sheraton Mission Valley San Diego Hotel. Uh, details are a little sparse right now, but it's supposed to be, um, three days of degenerate fun for this 18-plus anime convention in San Diego, California. Uh, it will feature three days of programming, panels, entertainment, and more, celebrating hentai mature art forms. This will be secure, inclusive, and educational space for open-minded people looking to meet other like-minded people. This event will have a no tolerance policy for harassment and other non-consensual violations. Brought to you by the creators slash producers of FangeCon, San Diego AnimeCon, and AnimeLand. So at least they got some cons under their belt. That's the good thing. I guess I can bust out my old panel about uh you know basic sex ed and you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh if y'all want to get tickets, they're doing some pre-sale shit. It's for sixty-nine dollars. Sixty
0: nine, hey. as as <laughs> and, yeah. and where is this at? <laughs> San Diego. Where exactly in San Diego? Uh,
4: Mission Valley.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. All right, Ryan, what do you, you have? Any good news for us? Uh, well,
3: <laughs>
0: tell me something good.
3: I finally got away from the main place mall. I'm now. Uh, officially in the Mission v- shop site Mission Viejo as far as game stuff goes. So any of you guys in the area, come say hi. If you listen to the blog, I'd greatly appreciate it. Still trying to get out of the storage unit, but at the very least, the room is coming along very nicely. I uh, actually have shelves again, and it was kind of nice to hear my PlayStation 4 and my, my 64 actually boot up and actually still work. Uh, my Wii U is actually still working, surprisingly. Even the screen getting a little scratched, but it's okay. Uh, outside of that, as far as anything else goes, the computer got a bit of an upgrade lately, thanks to Clark. <laughs> I got a bit of a... I traded my old RAM for some second-generation DDR5, and it's 4,000 megatransfers faster. And this EK uh, pump res I have in here is actually going... Is actually going away back to Clark and I'm going to a Corsair pump res coming up this upcoming week when I get a chance to go see Clark. So as far as anything else, good news. Um, Sony is getting their just just comeuppance because they're charging way too much uh, for their games in Europe. But I mean, that's kind of bad news, but at least they're getting their comeuppance. So,
0: eh? oh, hey, who's excited for The Last of Us 2 Remake? Yeah, it, oh,
4: that have, <laughs> that's bad news.
3: And even more original owners have to pay ten dollars to upgrade to the PS5 version. Fuck you, boo. Respectfully, Matt. Fuck you.
0: Oh, okay. So, I'm sorry. Okay, you know what? Let's make it good news. Persona 5 Tactics is actually a really damn good game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tactic is a yeah. really damn the good. Cost game. Now for pre-ordering was good too. Now I will say though, Tactica, I think. It's kind of good. It's actually not like a direct port. It doesn't play exactly like XCOM. So you're not going to have like Joker run up to an enemy with 85% hit accuracy that misses. I I like how attacks hit no matter where you are, just depending on like your angle and, you know, like what the effects are going to be. Because, yeah, you don't have accuracy, but now you have to deal a lot more with like status ailments and kind of like using your personas in battle. So I, I really like Tactica. I need to get more into it um, uh, because I was going to get into it. And then certain things happened uh, during uh, Komori Khan weekend, uh, which I'm kind of glad that I didn't go for different reasons beyond what's been happening with me so far. Uh, but, you know, I do Tactica so far. I, I'll dig into it. I really like the new character, Erna. I think she's really cool. Although if you really think about it, it's kind of like there's this, there's this meme going around. It's like, like these, like these new versions of like Persona Five, they have really cute girls, but also old. You really have to end good news like that, man. Come yeah, because because like because okay, you have like your point. Well, because remember, it's, it's not it's not about you know about you know uh, Sophia, Erina, and Kasumi. It's about Zenichi, Toshiro and a homeboy doctor it's like you know you know get rid of the girls embrace the old men <laughs>
3: I'm, out. I- I'm gonna go use the bathroom i'm out uh,
4: pe- like see you guys i'm just, totally right. just gonna walk you the yeah here. yeah, hey, you yeah, want yeah just... an older bands to caress you and tell you how tell you everything's okay how dare you ryan
3: um i guess i <laughs> some asking news um, the Nendo that Matt bought for me, like, a long time ago for my birthday, being Rin, uh, actually got signed by Kana Ueda, so thank you, Jericho, that that got signed. You're fucking oh. welcome. Oh,
0: nice. Sweetness. <laughs> all That's right. good. You know, I think the good news has washed over, so I think it's time for us to get the fuck out of here. I want to thank y'all for listening to this episode of the CaliCon Blogcast. If you like what you heard, you can follow us on a podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen.
3: Listen, like me, you're the
0: fucking problem, and Matt, fuck you!